Welcome, everybody. This is the first of the podcast. Like Merry Late Christmas and Happy Holidays from from here, first of the podcast. Um, see, see, I right now um, I'm by myself right now because dealing uh, dealing some with some family stuff. But the rest of the crew is at the fellowship um, table right now. So Tyler, Lauren, Kyle, Matthew, all you guys say hi at your table. Hey, everyone. Hello. Hello there. I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where we're at, it's raining. It's raining, so it's like, so, so right now we're all just trying to be cozy, trying to stay warm right now because, again, Cal- Cal- Californians are very spoiled. When it rains a little bit, it's the end of the world. <laughs> I don't know about that one. I just I I enjoy the rain, but I just dislike driving in the rain. So no, no, no exactly. When it starts raining in California, people people's driving like <laughs> just just. It goes from good to like horrible, <laughs> exactly. and then in other, in other states it rains. It rains so much more. And Seattle is snowing, and then there's, then there's us complaining. Oh, it's raining, and that's why we drive horrible. It's like okay, we're just spoiled at this point. <laughs> <laughs> snowing, raining, twi- uh, tornadoes going on in Kentucky, and then we're complaining about low rain. All right, that's my little rant right there. But that's it. <laughs> that's all I'm say about that. <laughs> All right, so let's see. Let's start off with our social media. So, Tyler, what's Tyler? What's our uh, Twitter account? Our Twitter account is FellowshipPod19. I run it over there. Posted some great stuff as well. Uh, tweet at us, follow us, and um, just reach out for us, guys. All right, and then Kyle, what's our Instagram account? It's uh, got this. You got. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I picked um, him. Podcast, all one word. Fellowship of the podcast, all one word. And uh, there's some good stuff on there. Lauren primarily runs it. I do. Um, <laughs> it's been it's been a while because we've we've taken a break for a while. A, a really really long break. Really long break. I think this is the longest break we've had. Yes. On the we so, uh, it's understandable. Dead podcast recently. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We had a good conversation. So you know how like people always you know talk about like how they're excited for Halloween and then they're excited for Christmas. Uh, and everybody forgets about Thanksgiving. That was us this year. Yep, that was hundred percent us. That was hundred percent us this I, year. I had that whole rant the last year about that, and now I am that hypocritical asshole. <laughs> now that now that I think about it, I think we pretty much skipped over Christmas too. We did. We, yeah. we pretty much did. Or just those we basically yeah we basically took a time off for our family and the holidays. So it's understandable, but we're back now. So that's well, all any, anyways, our okay. Keep it account is fellowship. Oh my account. God. <laughs> the, group, the group account, right? Yeah. No, no, that's mine. 
No, you're all right, all right, all right. I'm the host. It's, it's oh, gonna spec- okay, uh, Ma- Matthew, where can people listen to us? Matthew can, probably forgot. You can listen to us on Google and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and right here on the Anchor app. Okay, never mind. He, yeah, he oh, showed you, Tyler. <laughs> I'm going to sit my beer real quick. All right. Matthew's like, what you say? I'm going to hide your homie and I'll my flash. <laughs> Matthew's like, Tyler, tell me. You didn't just say that. <laughs> tell me. <laughs> so, so, Brandon, what's today's episode about? All right, today's episode is Spider-Man No Way Home, the second the, the part of the most part of the biggest movie of the year no Best it's mo- the biggest movie of the year Can yes I just say something first since we're on the subject of the year i'm just gonna say it i think new year's eve is overrated <laughs> it's like the most overrated fucking holiday on the calendar you sit around until midnight and then you just sleep until like 11 a.m the next day you, it sucks what's the point you shut your fucking mouth <laughs> What Kyle is that you don't drink, so that's why you can't appreciate the holiday. Yeah, you're right. I go to bed at no, I go to bed after midnight too. <laughs> First, for the record, my birthday's on New Year's Day. <laughs> oh, my birthday took offense to that, Kyle. Damn, New Year's Eve is overrated. No, Damn, but New Year's that... Eve is the countdown to my birthday. During New Year's Eve, he's trying to push out of his mom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shit, I pushed out of my mom yesterday. <laughs> Well, well, Kyle did his that's, best. Uh, that's concerning. Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> Kyle pulled a, a Lieutenant Dan impersonation right now. So, <laughs> seriously. Well, before we jump into the episode, I'd recommend uh, whoever's listening to uh, pause the episode, listen to our predictions for yes. No Way Home. Yes, when it, everything was kind of first announced, that you know, like. Uh, was it Jamie Foxx was going to be coming back and uh, 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 Alfred Alfred Molina? Can you believe it's been over a year since it's been over a year since that episode? Because we like stopped every when that when we got that news, like we stopped everything and recorded that episode right at that moment. The day has come and we can finally talk about the real movie. So, how long do you think we were? I haven't listened to the episode. Um, I listened to it, well, not. After I watched No Way Home, but I don't know, maybe like a couple months ago, and um, I was like, yeah, I think our, our theories still hold up, but that was still before I saw the movie. So, so, yep. uh, so Brendan, uh, since you have other things to do, uh, why don't you go ahead and say your part about your your thoughts on the movie and give us your overall thoughts on it? Well, like I said, like the movie is the biggest movie, it's the biggest movie in now in this year, but during the pandemic era. Like yep. it's and also it's the second, uh, it's, it's the second movie to reach the billion dollar mark. It's a, it's the second movie to have the biggest opening weekend. It beat Infinity War by three million dollars. So can you just imagine this movie coming out and the pandemic wasn't happening? Like it probably would have came close to end game numbers. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, that's the same part. Like it beat Infinity War by three million. That movie was super hype too. Yeah, remember, but this, but this, this, I think this movie had the same hype as Infinity War End Game, honestly. With the trailers and the commercials, and then you find out that your childhood villains are coming back. Exactly. Like, yeah, the hype was just was real. So, in Spider Man No Way Home, I went to see it opening night. Um, t- the ticket ticket sales, t- you couldn't buy tickets online when, when I was trying to buy because everybody's trying to get tickets at the same time. So, I had to, literally had to go to my movie theater, which is the AMC block, uh, AMC theater at the block or the outlets of Orange. And I literally had to go to the line and buy a ticket at the box office. 
and there was like 20 people in front of me because I guess they couldn't buy tickets either and had the same idea. And next thing you know, after I bought my tickets, I saw like at least like 30, 40 people like do, <laughs> like going to the box office to buy tickets. Jeez. That's how that's how that's why I love the meme where I saying you guys where where uh, Tom McGuire's uh, Peter Parker and he's like, yeah, I had, to, I had to be I had to be the only with a stick to get these tickets <laughs> <laughs> because it's true. <laughs> it is true. <laughs> I still can't believe, and then Lauren got super lucky because he was on the East Coast and he somehow got tickets. I was on the East Coast at the time, like I was flying out, flying back that day, and that I was like, I woke, I woke up get... at like uh, I don't know, like seven o'clock or something East Coast time. So I was all like, "Man, you know, that's like you know, four o'clock where I am or whatever." So I was like, I went on like my my phone and uh, purchased tickets, and I managed to get. Tickets for the uh, Burbank AMC. How many did you get? Uh, at the time, I got seven tickets, but I didn't need them all, so I got some refunds. <laughs> but uh, how many people bailed on you? Uh, I, I didn't know how many people were showing up in the first place, so I just like bought like half the row or something. Sick as it, but yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, it's, if people would have bailed out, I would have just sold sold the remaining tickets on eBay because people sold it for like five hundred dollars, thousand dollars, and they actually got paid. Okay. Again, Anyways, that's how look. that's how big this movie was. Like everybody wants to see. That's why like people were selling tickets for like ten times the price on eBay, and yeah, that's all. That's this is a movie event. It's not just a movie; it's a movie event. So right now, so right now, I'm not gonna do the like. I have a great memory, and I've seen this movie three times, so I probably know the movie line by line already. But I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna let you guys do that. So I'm just gonna say my opinion, and then what happens for. In this movie, and what's the future for Spider Man, the character himself? So, uh, so, uh, so right, so in this movie, I I loved it. Like I said, I seen it three times, and it's only been out for 12, 13 days, I believe. Technically, it's been out for around there, yeah, yeah, 12, 13 days around there. And I see it three times. So much I love the movie. I, I bought tickets in person on Thursday, and then the next day in the early morning, I bought tickets for Friday because I knew I was going to love the movie, so I wanted to see it again. And and then um, I had cousins. I didn't I didn't see it yet, and I thought it was criminal for them not to see it. So I so I, I so I I, tr- I treated them out. And we all like pitched in on food and, and snacks and everything. We all had a good time watching it in IMAX all three times on IMAX. Because, yeah, because this movie is it, it deserves to be watching IMAX or Dolby, like like Lorraine watched it Dolby. So and nice. this, yeah, so this movie starts off with from far away, home, far away, far from home, where Mysterio reveals Peter Parker's identity. He's Spider Man, and, and then of course everybody's like going like crazy, and everybody everybody's acting like when the twenty twenty election when it was like, oh no. Like, like, oh yeah, Mysterio is right. Oh, no, Peter Parker is like Spider Man. Team Spider Man. It was like, it was like the twenty twenty election when everybody, everybody was saying like, oh no, pro Trump, oh pro Biden. It was, it was literally like that. So I thought, I thought it was a perfect, like, like shot at our, our house, how divided our, Brandon, our, divided our country is. <laughs> Biden, and Trump, and Spider Man. You sound like conspiracy matters. No, that's what I'm saying. The conspiracy man. too. They're making. They're just making fun of everything. They're just making fun of how society is. Like people are dumb enough to like believe that Mysterio was right. Like there's, and then in real life, there, there are people that would believe that because that's how divided our country is. So what I, I, I like, say, bro. 
<laughs> All right, Kyle, I didn't know I voted for the Green Goblin in that election. <laughs> Look at me, cucks, not voting for Kanye West, shaking my head. Oh my gosh! <laughs> this, this is why I don't like, I like to talk about politics, but that that's, that was laughing during those scenes because I was like, "Wow, this is literally how it felt like 2020." <laughs> I voted for Gwen Stacy, but wait, she's dead. Damn it, Tim and Matthew. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> All right, back to the movie. Yourself, damn it. <laughs> All right, back to the movie. <laughs> and uh, so, so you see in the trailers that Dr. Like, Peter Parker goes to Dr. Strange because um, it's not just ruining his life, it's ruining everybody's life. Like, it's, it's messing up Happy Hogan's life. And then um, MJ and MJ and um, Ned, they can't go to the dream college altogether because the college declined them because of the everything surrounding them. It's, 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 it's too much, uh, too much heat, too much. Like they'll bring more, they'll, they'll bring more like, like paparazzi and all the bad, all, all, all the, all, all the bad stuff with them. And they don't want to deal with that. So they just declined, declined them and said that, Oh, sorry, we can't accept you right now. Maybe later, but not right now. So that's why Peter Parker goes to Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange uses the spell, but then again, Peter Parker reminds. I love this part where Doctor Strange says that, like, "Wow, this is like, like well, yeah, sure, I'll help you, Spider Man." Because again, we saved half the universe, and we defeated one of the, one of the most powerful villains in comic book history. And then also, I love how when when Peter Parker messes up, and then Doctor Strange is like, "Damn it, dude! Like, we did. You, you, you've done so much, but I keep forgetting you're you're still a kid." Uh, and like, like you're still a kid, and then we, let's be honest, let's all be honest. When we were his age, because in, in the movie he's 17 years old, so let's yep. be honest. We, we all have yep. done 17. stupid things when we were 17. Let's all, let's all be honest. So I don't want to hear all the haters saying, "Why would Spider-Man do the like he's he, he's he's barely that like he's a kid." Uh, okay, kids do stupid things. I know I did stupid things at his age. And I love. I love... <laughs> 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 Fucking Matthew. I know. <laughs> so uh, up teddies and he did. <laughs> like whatever you say, Doug. <laughs> Damn, we just drinking over there. <laughs> Damn, Adams. <laughs> of course, not enough. Not enough, <laughs> dude. You're yeah, drinking no, Bud Light. What the hell is wrong with you? Granny, <laughs> 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 go ahead. We're sorry. No, it's good. It's good. It's good. <laughs> All right, so. I love the part where Doctor Strange says, like, "I keep forgetting that you're just a kid," and like he forget for like forgives him a little bit, but then he finds out that Peter Parker could have easily just went to the college or talked to the representative and said, "Oh, can you just like reconsider your decision?" And Doctor Strange is like, "You know what, dude? Just call me sir and get the hell out of my place." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Scooby Doo this shit. Yeah. Yeah, really. Or according to the trailer, let Scooby Doo this crap. <laughs> the trailer was for the kids. The movie was for <laughs> for adults. For men. <laughs> for men. <laughs> man. <laughs> I'm a real man. And then we see Spider-Man. And then the next scene, we see Spider-Man gliding to the freeway. Like, I was so hyped because I knew it was coming next because the freeway scene. So, so another strain stops the, the, the spell from going haywire because the spell was going chaotic. But he didn't stop it at the time because some villains from the different universes passed by and 
the first one that was revealed which which one got through was Alfred Molina's Doc Ock, and this is immediately after um, when when Tom McGuire's Spider Man stops him uh, or tries to stop him on in his machine because the first thing he says to um, Tom Holland's Peter Parker is where's my where's my machine like the power of the sun. Uh. Mm-hmm. So 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 that so that takes place from Spider Man Two, okay. and then and then uh, so they, of course you, you see you seen the freeway scene in the, in the commercials or like the sneak peeks, they have a fight out and then next thing you know Green Go- um, Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin shows up and and you, and you literally just get the taste. Did someone fart? Did someone fart? What no. the fuck was that? No, just my camera Sammy went. Oh, just the wheels. And he was like so straight paced about it. I'm like, oh fuck, I can't. This is all, we're not editing any theist shit right now. Brandon, we're sorry. Go I ahead. Wait, what happened? A bit. I, we I thought, thought it was pretty obvious it was the chair. I mean, everybody kept looking at me. <laughs> we thought Lauren farting, but he was like, oh, it was just the chair. We're like, sure, bro. Sure. Uh, damn it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> as I was saying, as I was saying, <laughs> so so we get a taste of Green Goblin. What's to come? And let's just say there's a lot to come with Green Goblin, which everybody's saying. I love how um, Sony and both Disney are campaigning for Wonderful to be nominated for uh, Best Supporting Actor, and I think he I think he deserves because honestly <laughs> he 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 leaves a mar- a strong mark in his movie. And, and a lot of people are saying he's, he's he easily went from being uh, a one-off villain that didn't get the full potential because he got killed off in one movie to one of the best MCU villains of all time, and that, that's how great a performance Willem Dafoe did. They can't say spies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and also I love how Ken Foggy's hands are on this movie because he said it since he said it for longest time. Like he does, he, he hated Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin suit because mm-hmm. he felt yeah. he felt he felt like it was too much. He felt like he looked like a Power Ranger villain, which I could see it. Go go Power I, I Rangers! I, I, I didn't really see like a huge leap in the Green Goblin's new suit versus the old. I mean, in this part, not later on in the movie. Yeah, so and I don't also... really understand what like the big deal was with this being, you know, the Green Goblin's coolest new suit. I didn't get that. He was being uh, he, a uh, hobo. Yeah, his, his new suit is like more comic book accurate with the, yeah, the purple comic. hoodie. The purple okay. hoodie, because I love the purple hoodie because that's comic book accurate. Where because he doesn't have that old man sleeping cap that's purple. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Ebenezer Scrooge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. basically the hobo. <laughs> Jacob, you know, the be- you know what's the best part? You know, it's the best part of the uh, um, of the suit, though. I mean, one of the problems with the uh, the original movie with the, with that suit was it covered up William Defoe's face. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> so this new one, they just say, okay, like forget the mask. Let's just have William Defoe. I love how he just like it's just smashed the mask. Yeah. I was just like, yeah. the mask, and then it's just the uh, it's William Defoe's face for for the entire movie. Yes, which I like, like but I also kind of was sad because I love that. Mask. I do like that mask. It was, but he he shows more expression obviously with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he shows more of his evil. I feel like this in the first one, the, the mask. I can see it because the power. The, the power villains. You think about 
oh, they're a threat, but they're also very goofy. And I felt like all the, I felt like most of his lines were like were goofy. But at that time, combo movies were not were not a huge thing. Uh, top Tommy Spider Spider Man movies raised the bar super super high. Yep. Because because at the time you're you're you're, you're at the time Batman was like going through a refa- a reface because of of the horrible Batman and Robin movie and and then people were like oh superhero movies are goofy now so that's why in the first Batman movie that's why he says some goofy lines because again they people didn't take comic book movies that seriously at the time that so that's true. why the Itsy Beast Spider or like finish it finish it or uh, all these other iconic lines or. I'm something of a scientist myself. Like all these, all these funny meme. Like that's why Spider-Man, the first Spider-Man movie has so many memes. Because again, at the time, comic movies were not supposed to, were not supposed to be taken too seriously. And Kevin Foggy was like, "No, screw that!" Like, like Wonderful, I want you to be the most evil son of a bitch you, you could be. Because in this movie, he literally is that. Like yeah. Green Goblin goes too far in this movie, and I, I love every single moment of it. So, uh, so at the time we we find out that oh the, the lizard goes through goes through the spell he, he gets leaked and uh, and Doctor Strange fights. I wish I I saw one thing. I wish we could see a Doctor Strange and lizard fight. When, when, when I was like very curious how that would have went. I and, think and it would have been like quick because even though the lizard man wasn't really uh, a threat until like later later on in the movie, but I think Doctor Strange would have beat the shit out of him. He probably, oh he oh he did because like he, he captured him so yeah he definitely did. So we found that lizard goes mm-hmm. through. Alfred Molina's Doc Hawk is is captured by Tom Holland's Spider Man because of his because um his his um robotic arms are or his tentacles are are absorb Spider Man's na- nanotech and Iron Man makes them and that was a huge mistake because now I guess it has Bluetooth <laughs> and it connects with the tentacles. And Alfred Molina is like basically himself. Yeah, basically. Yeah, and then you find, and later on you find out that Doctor Strange says iconic, like funny line, like Scooby Doo this shit, like pretty much do like the monsters. That was like a that was a wink to James Gunn's because James Gunn's Scooby Doo movie uh, Monsters Unleashed is literally what they did. They captured the monsters that got released from their from their cartoon universe. Mm-hmm. Like that's like, that was like that was like a wink to James Gunn because James Gunn's part of the MCU, and that was like um that was on John Watts like saying uh, I, I I got you James Gunn I'm gonna remind people of your movie yeah. even though like even though the movie is like it, it, yeah that movie is um it's it, it's you got to off your brain to watch that movie but it's a good watch it's an so, entertaining film <laughs> very very entertaining film like again you got to off your brain. So so back to the movie. So and then next thing you know, so he goes go to Monsters Unleashed, the the multi the multi monsters and Jamie Foxx's Electro and and Spider Man Three's um uh, Taylor um Taylor, um Church Church um what's his full name? I know his last name's Church. Um, oh, Thomas Hayden Church. Thomas Hayden Church is Sandman pops out, and I love how they 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 they, they, they remind you that he was a good guy at the, at the end of the Spider Man Three film, but again. He has so, he has so much trust <clears throat> issue. People if people were like, confused about Sandman's movie, like there's no need because again, in Spider-Man Three, it's so obvious he has trust. He, he doesn't trust anybody. Like he only trusts his daughter. He, he that's the only person he loves. His daughter. Yeah. He has major trust issues. 
And then also, he only likes Tom McGuire's Peter Parker because he know he killed his Uncle Ben. That's the only reason why he doesn't want to kill Tom McGuire's Peter Parker. Yeah. But then when he sees that it's Tom Holland Peter Parker, I was like, I don't know who you are, dude. Like, I'm like, I'm gonna kill you, especially since you, especially since you just zapped elect, uh, Electro, and I don't know, I don't know if he's dead or alive. So I don't trust you anymore. And mm-hmm. that's why he he goes he goes to being his bad guy. So he was he was pretty much like an anti-hero in this movie, but he was always going against the the, the Spider Man. Can I can I just say something real quick? I don't know about sure. you guys. Did you guys expect it more out of Jamie Fox? <clears throat> yes. I was thinking he was gonna have a big, especially since he was like one of the first actors to sign on to this movie. I was thinking he was gonna have a much bigger role. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it's not like he was like the main villain. I mean, it was kind of yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Everybody. But, no, that's, that's Green Goblin. Yeah, yeah. Jamie Fox said himself. Jamie Fox said himself. Every time he walked on set, he was like, you know what, wonderful. You're the main guy. I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fight with movie time, movie runtime. You're the guy. And he and, and there's a funny joke where he was like, "Here, thank you, saw wonderful." He bowed to him. I was like, "I'm not. I'm not in your level." Which let's be honest, is true. That's why. Yes, I would love more Electro, but let's be honest. We all know who the main villain was. I know, and I, you, you do not want to take runtime from Wonderful's Green Goblin. That's not what I'm saying, but I, I, I kind of, I, I understand. I mean, William Defoe is William Defoe, but. I kind of wanted more electro, like just mm-hmm. just like a tad bit more, you know. Oh, I get, no, I get you, I get you. It's just that there's there was five think, villains. Honestly, I think for me personally, I think all the villains have just the perfect amount of screen time. Yeah, and motives and like action set pieces. Yeah, I'd say I, so I, too. I, don't know, I, I don't think any one one uh, actor or villain had less screen time than needed. I mean, you can say maybe the lizard, but even still, lizard. Don't really care too much for him. He had just the perfect amount, not over amount, and not exactly things welcome either. I thought every, at least for me personally, I thought everybody had like the perfect amount. Okay, guys, you, you, guys, you have to remember too. There are five villains in this movie. I can't think of another superhero movie that had five like major villains in the movie. That but Spider Man Three tried that. The main Spider Man Two tried that. It just yeah. it's, it's super hard to give enough screen time to everybody. Like. In Maze Spider-Man 2, Rhino was literally a cameo, which I hate the I hate the false advertisement in that movie. So like <laughs> so I understand Tyler, but at the same time, it's so hard to give so much everybody runtime because especially with yeah, yeah. especially with the full green goblin, I'm pretty sure he demanded the most runtime. So they're like Jane Fox, we'll let you be in the movie, we'll let you do your thing, and then we'll, we'll let you be the big like powerful because remember, in the end he fights all three Spider-Man by himself at one point. That's how powerful he is. Mm. So I, I think I think they did it perfectly. I think they show him enough, show him that oh yeah, I'm I'm still that loser from my movie, but I'm, I'm I don't want to be the loser anymore. So that's why I want all the power because there's so much potential. Nobody knows who I am. I could start. Mm-hmm. I guess I could start off. I guess I could start off clean, and nobody knows who I was before. And I could be like a god to everybody. Yeah, yeah. And then so so I, I say five villains. So there's wonderful Green Goblin, Alfred Molina's. Doc Ock, Jamie Foxx's Electro, Thomas Hayden Church's Sandman, and uh, however you and pronounce it, that other guy. Yeah, I'm the sorry, lizard. like Doctor Connors. Yeah, Doctor Connors. Yeah, Doctor Connors. Lizards. L- lizard. Doc Cock. Oh my god. <laughs> no. He's gonna need a thumbnail on her. <laughs> oh no. So Tom, I love how Tom Holland. That's why this is why Tom Holland Spider Man is my favorite Spider Man of all three. Even though Tom McGuire was my childhood spider-man but i tom holland's more the he's the most accurate spider-man because he's trying to help everybody 
he's trying to save everybody. Because again, in the comics, Uncle Ben tells him, "The great power comes with great responsibility." That's why Spider-Man always tries to save everybody, even the villains. At some point in the comic books, or even yeah. the movies, cartoons. Like that's why Tom Holland Spider-Man is my favorite because in Tom and Tom McGuire's and Andrew Garfield, no, like no diss to them, but in their movies, they're like, "Oh, I'm just gonna like, kill my villain, and then that's it." Tom Holland's like, no, I don't want to kill you. I want to like at least try to save you. And if yeah. I can't, then may- I have no choice. Because remember, in, in Spider-Man: Homecoming, he tries to say sa- he, he tries to save Michael Keaton's Vulture. He doesn't want to kill him, like because again, that's not who Peter Parker is. He's not a killer, and he doesn't think about himself. He wants to save everybody, not just the good people. He wants to, he wants to save the villain for themselves. Well, Brandon, you also have to realize, at least in the Raimi films that he doesn't intentionally kill them the, ki- the villains kill themselves i know but but peter parker never tries to like save him like like, yeah. he, like he never tries to save like like he could easily try to like try to help doc ock and the sun machine and, and, and the power of the power of the sun machine was going down or or will the falls green goblin like i understand that okay yeah he couldn't save one of the full green goblin because he 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 space fire sense caught it at the last minute so he couldn't save him right there but and then and then Spider Man three like he kills Venom technically and what else happens and Andrew Garfield he just straight up kills uh, Electro in the second one he didn't, I I I love that they redeem Andrew Garfield's Spider Man because in in, in Spider Man two people they were like I want Spider Man three like like uh, no you don't like have you seen the second one. Like, I, yeah, I would love a third one if it's done by the same writers that did this movie. Because maybe that's who Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man was a dick, to be honest. Because he, like, he doesn't try to save Electro at all. He just, like, he just worries about himself and Gwen Stacy and their romantic relationship. Because, because like, he just, like, he catches Electro and was like, he doesn't even try to find out how he could help him or how he became this. He was like, oh, okay, I stopped Electro now. Oh, Gwen, hi. Like, and then that's it. He, he he just stops caring about Electro and doesn't want to see why he got he got his powers in the first place. So I thought Andrew Garfield's Spider Man was done dirty, which we all know why. It was the Transformers writers like they, they didn't deserve a job in the first place. Yeah. So that's why this movie does justice to Andrew Garfield because they make him a, a Peter Parker he he always wanted to be a a a, a caring Peter Parker. And I was like he does Electro like dude I always just wanted to help you. Like, like we all knew it was a, a lie. He never tried to help Electro at all, but I, I, I believed it because I, he, again, Andrew Garfield, fantastic actor, and I believed him when he said, "I just wanted to help you." Like, I want to help you now too. Mm-hmm. So that's why people were like, "I want Miss Marvel 3. It was like, "Okay," but at the same time, you got you gotta get good writers. You can't get the same writers from from before because they don't they, they did not watch the first. Okay, I, I don't want to go. Back, I don't want to go back on the rounds. Miss Marvel two. How no. the movie is. I want to see the, the, the good part. So, Peter, Tom Holland's Peter Parker is my favorite because he's trying to save everybody, not just himself. And I love how, and then Aunt May, well, I, I'll get to that. Um, so he tries, he tries to cure everybody, but Green Goblin's evil dark side comes out, and he <laughs> says that we, we don't need to be fixed. Like these are not curses, or these are not like things we need to be fixed. We're not dogs. I love how he calls. Alfred Molina's dog, like a lap dog, because he got fixed. Mm-hmm. And then um, he's like, "We're not dogs. We're not your experiments. We're not. These are not cursed. Like these are gifts. Like we're gods. Like we don't. Like we don't. Uh, we don't ask. Like we take." 
And I, I, again, Green Goblin's like dialogue and his the script was just amazing for him. And also, also apparently, I don't know it's a joke, but but apparently he did his own stunt too in the movie. I thought that yeah. was really cool. <clears throat> yeah, I, I've heard that. Uh, I don't know if they were true or not, but yeah, they were they were one hundred percent true. Nice. If that's the only way you could have got him, and then yeah, yeah, you get you do whatever it takes to get get him in the movie. So. Yeah. Greg Goldman, like he's like he's like the ultimate snake in the grass. So I was like, hey, don't listen to him. Listen to me. Like go go to your go go and and go get your your go release your potential. Be the gods that you know you are with your powers. So that's what. And then of course, Electro, Jane Fox Electro was always against. Like he didn't want to be fixed. He didn't want to be back, going back as the loser that worked in the lab. Nobody noticed him. So that's why he takes Iron Man's reactor, and then he just he has so much power. Even, Andrew Garfield even says, I never see him this powerful. Like, how do we stop him? Like, Jay mm-hmm. Fox gets that, Electro gets, gets that powerful at yep. some point. And then Green Goblin and Spider Man have probably one of the best fight scenes in comic book history. I love their their fight in the, the building. It was like a wrestling, but but you also felt, you didn't feel like it was one sided. You knew Green Goblin could hold his own. He was kicking Peter Parker's ass at some point. And I love how he was always trying to turn Peter Parker. He pulled a Heath Ledger's Joker, where he's always trying to bring out the worst of people, so you could be, so he knows that he's not alone. Everybody is just like him, but they hide it. Mm-hmm. He, he was always trying to bring that out of Peter Parker. Where it was like trying, like you're, or you're so, you're so strong and powerful to have it all, but you're too weak to take it. I love that line. That one hit me hard because I was like, this is, he deserves to be. Like best best supporting actor and his writers deserve to write as much movies as they can. They deserve every movie they apply for because these writers did a fantastic job. And then, Greg, and then Greg Goblin was like, "Your morale, like your weakness, is your morality. You have too much moral. You try to save everybody, even though even though you know it's not possible. And that's why you suffer, and that's why you're gonna suffer when you, when I kill your your Aunt May. And then yeah, he spoiler alert, he kills Aunt May, and Aunt May tells him. With great power comes great responsibility. Like, like you have so much power, which means you have a lot of response. You, you have a resp- lot of responsibility, which means, you, like, you you don't just save some people. You don't save the people you choose. You save. You try to save everyone. And I love her tombstone. When you save someone, you save everyone. Like that was beautiful. Yep. And it's interesting how they went three movies and have completely like gone around the whole Uncle Ben aspect. Yeah, about time. Absolutely. Yeah. Because that was one thing. Every time they've been rebooting Spider Man, they've been like, "Like, oh, are you, uh, is Uncle Ben gonna die again? How's he gonna, how's he gonna die in this one?" And then he's referenced if you watched um, Far what from if? Home. So he has died. He has. Mm-hmm. He is an official character, and he has a, he has died in the MCU. But the part of his character has been replaced with Aunt May in this yeah. movie. Yes. That, that's that's something I thought was a. Uh, very interesting. Yeah, very, very well done. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, exactly. They, they, they made up Ned whole cloth, and he's been fully accepted in MCU. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine Spider-Man without him in MCU now. Mm-hmm. And, we'll we'll and, get to that later. Okay, we'll get to that. Okay. All right. So, Spider-Man's like questioning himself, like, why am I Spider-Man? Like, why am I trying to save everybody if I just get hurt and then? I love the I love the scene where he's like standing in front of the huge screen, and J. Jonah Jameson um, is talking about wherever he goes, 
like chaos follows. And, and, and that's true. that I want that poster right there. I want that poster. That's like so d- depressing, but so powerful at the same time because at that moment he loses every he loses his everything. He loses his mom, his role model, his who he looks up to. He lost everything at that moment. And he's just standing in the rain. He doesn't care it's raining. He's just standing in the rain. And he's like, like you can't tell if his tears are just raindrops going down his cheeks. Like he's just broken. And I want that poster. He's just standing in front of the TV and like like that's like the the, the rock bottom for Peter Parker at that yep. time. Like I want that poster. Like, again, this movie is so beautiful. It's an ultimate love letter to Spider-Man fans. And that's why this is my favorite Spider-Man movie, because this is like an ultimate love letter. And also the again, the writers deserve Every every job they apply for in the future, the writers did a hell of a job. And Ken Foggy, again, again, he's he's a wizard in real life. Everything he touches turns gold, basically. And, and, uh, and uh, yeah, and um, so and then you find out in the net, uh, he has Doctor Strange's, um, his he has his he has his ring that makes portals because when Peter Parker and Doctor Strange fight, he wins in the end because he uses geometry, which I, I like that scene. That's a, that's, a, that's a total comic book line where I was like, hey, you're good at geometry. I'm good at geometry. Like, and I was like, I beat, you, I, I beat you with math. Well, I was like, it's such a nerdy <laughs> thing to say. <laughs> but I love yeah. it. That's Peter Parker. That's literally Peter Parker right there. Because again, he's, he's the biggest nerd in the comic, comic, book, comic, book, comic book world. Mm-hmm. And so he uses the portal. Like, I want to find Peter. Ned's like, I want to find Peter Parker, my friend. And, and then, of course, he shows Angie Garfield's and Tom McGuire's, and then eventually Tom McGuire's Spider-Man came out, and I almost lost my voice for yelling so much because I was so I couldn't believe it that we're in, we're in a world where all three Spider-Man are in one film, and I just couldn't believe it. <laughs> yeah, I almost lost my voice, and the whole and my ears were hurting because everybody was yelling so See, loud. If, if we're if we're at that part of the movie now with the three Spider-Mans, I knew it was gonna happen. I mean, I it was rumored, but it was never. <laughs> It was never official. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone was getting their hopes up. They, everyone was expecting the Something. absolute highest standard of this movie. And I was like, I was afraid it was going to let people down because of how much people were expecting to be in this mm-hmm. movie. I mean, it yep. delivered. It beyond delivered with it. And I'm, I'm glad. I was afraid it was going to be, it was going to turn into a Force Awakens situation where everyone, you know, in that case, everyone was expecting Luke Skywalker to be one of the main characters of the movie mm-hmm. because Mark Hamill was coming back and they're like, oh, mm-hmm. he's not in the trailer. That means Luke Skywalker's evil or something. And he's like the big, you know, mm-hmm. emperor of the movie. And then he just ends <laughs> up being 20 seconds in the movie at the end. And everyone's like, you lied to us. And he's like, no, <laughs> we're just too high. We never promised anything. That was the case with uh, with Far From Home. I was afraid that uh, with Far From Home, there was like rumors, oh, Andrew and Toby might be in the movie. Oh, no, like, uh, it was no going to be home. like a small cameo at the end where they just kind of <laughs> like pat pat uh, uh, Tom Holland on the back and say, go get him, Tiger, or something like that. I was afraid it was going to be like that minor of a role. And it's not like they, they would have been lying to us. It's we the fans would have been putting our expectations way too high but they beyond deliver they're not like just appearing in the film they're on they're full-on supporting characters in the movie and we covered that on the show yeah and i'm glad that we did because if it weren't for those rumors and those reports that came out before the movie came out and yeah yeah it it fucking delivered it 
it delivered. It it, it might I believe it beyond delivered. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. was I was very very satisfied. But I do have a question, but I will save it for later. Okay. Even though we talked about it um, during our festival uh-huh. last week, so okay. I will bring it up again. Okay. But uh, continue. All right, so it's so we get the point where all three Spider-Man meet, and then Tom McGuire and Tom Holland's like, "I want, to, I want to bring up, and I want to tear him apart. I want, I want to kill him." And Tom McGuire and Andrew Garfield tell him, "Like, you don't want to do that. Like, we've been down that road, and it does not work well for for us or for mm-hmm. us, Peter Parker's Like, like Andrew Garfield reveals that Spider-Man, when he fights any villain, he always pulls his punches because he uses his full. If he uses his full strength, he can easily just." punches somebody's head off. That's how yeah. strong Spider-Man is. Andy Garfield's like, I just stopped pulling my punches because I was like in a dark place. I just wanted to get it over, get the fight over with because like, he lost Gwen Stacy. He, he lost he lost his MJ. And yes. that's why he got all dark. And he he he, he lived what Tom Holland's Spider-Man, Peter Parker wanted to go. He he lived that path that Tom Holland was going to go to. And Tom and Tom McGuire was Tom McGuire's Peter Parker was like I, I I found the guy who I thought killed Uncle Ben and I killed him and it did not make it feel better. I felt just I felt just as worse when I killed him. And then he finds out Thomas Hayes Church of Sandman was the one that accidentally killed Uncle Ben. Yep. So they all I love I love how they're not just cameos. They actually they actually are part a huge part of the plot because they're trying to save a seventeen year because they they're they're in their twenties and then Tom McGuire's Peter Parker is he's he's like the old man He's Peter old Parker. man Peter. Yeah, old he's man old Peter man. Parker from, from like the Spider Verse, and they he, like they they're trying to save, like they're in their twenties. Uh, Andrew Garfield is technically in his early twenties. His Peter Parker is ten, and, and his character, not the actor. And then yep. Tom, Tom McGuire is in his forties, so they're trying to save this seventeen-year-old Peter Parker. Like you don't want to kill Green Goblin, or you want to go down this dark path because we've been through it and we regret it. So yep. I love how they're trying to save Tom Holland's Peter Parker. And trying to make him the Peter Parker he, he he has to be to, to try to save everyone, not just some people. Exactly. So we get to the, the Statue of Liberty fight, and of course, like this, that, oh my gosh, that scene, the action scenes are are so iconic, and uh, and then we get to the and then the, and then we get to the part where they cure everybody. They cure they cure Sandman first. They cure the lizard. They cure they they um cure um. Um, lizard, and they cure Electro, and also Dog Ox a good guy now because um, Tom Holland's Peter Parker finds out how to over overdrive over override the the chip and ma- and make him and make him give him full control of the tentacles. Yep. And so Dog Ox helps um, Electro, and 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 in the end, it's like oh we, we we won, and there's nobody left, and then of course. <laughs> The, the little wink to the, the, the quote from first Spider-Man, like, can the Spider-Man come out to play? Because in the first Spider-Man movie, when um, he answers the phone call, like, can Spider-Man come out to play? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like a little wink to the first one. And I I, I I did not see that coming where Donald Strange gets a box back and it's like, oh, I got it. And then you hear and then you, and then all, the, all the Spider-Men, like, they have the worried face. I was like, why are they so worried? And then the pumpkin bomb's right there. I was like, oh, shoot. Yeah, <laughs> like Green, I get Green Goblin is just he's gosh, he's so amazing because uh, he's he, he knew he knew they were trying he knew they were gonna get the box no matter what so that's why he placed that bomb right there because he mm-hmm. there's too many there's too many heroes and it's only him so he knew he he knew he was gonna lose he just wanted like again 
again, some people just want want to watch the world burn. That's literally what his character is. He knew he knew he had no chance of winning because again, there's too many superheroes. There's too many heroes in this yep. universe. So he so he he just wanted to bring everybody down and just watch the world like suffer. Because he knew what was gonna happen if he blew it up. He knew all these other villains were gonna pop out, and he just wants he just wants pure chaos. But again, he, sim, sim, again, super similar to Heath Ledger's Joker. Some people just want to watch the world burn. Like they just want everybody to suffer like them. Exactly. So and Green Goblin, like the, the the dick he is, when he, like when he tells Peter Parker, like, like poor Peter, too weak to send me home to die, and I was like. Oh my gosh! Like, just kill this asshole. <laughs> like, I was over him at point. I was like, dude, you're a dick. <laughs> and then Matthew, like Matthew mentioned it during Festivus, like I love how they show true evidence that when he when he doesn't Peter Parker doesn't pull his punches, he literally makes a a giant like gap in in the the Captain America shield. Like he that's how strong he is. Like if he would land in a punch, like his. Green Goblin's body probably would have exploded. Yeah, I, I if he, think he would have been dead. Yeah, because he makes yeah, and then and then of course they have a a great fight, and I love how Spider Man does a a PS4 Spider Man move set when he does a, the flip when he, does, when, he, when, he, when he flips him over and then and then he Batista bombs him on the on the the ground. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, lo- I love that. I was like a little wink to the PS4. Yep, Spider Man because the move set, the special moves, and then. Tom Holland and then Tom Holland was like, you know what? Screw this. I, I know they told me not to do this, but I'm gonna kill this guy. It's, this guy took everything from me. And Tom McGuire shows up and stops him. Tell like, don't do it, don't do it. You know, you know you regret it. And he, and he doesn't say it, he just says it with his face. Like, like, don't do it, please don't do it. Like, don't mm-hmm. do it. Like, you know what's gonna happen to you. You're like 17 years old, you have your whole you have your whole life ahead of you. Like, don't do this. And then exactly. of course, Green, the, the goblin, the dick he is, stabs Tom McGuire. From back, and then Green Goblin tells P- Tom Holland, Peter Parker, "I was like, like I might have killed Aunt May, I might have struck the blow, but you're the reason she's dead uh, because you listened to her, and you followed her advice, and now she's dead because of you." And and again, Tom Holland could easily just kill him right there, but instead he just cures him, and is, and the Green Goblin's gone, and now it's just one, and now it's just Doctor Norman Osborn. Yep. And Osborn's like, "Damn it, what have I done?" He sees all the chaos around him, and, and then he, of course he recognizes. Tom McGuire is Peter Parker, and he knows what he did. And then, in order to stop from all the villains coming to their universe, Peter Parker tells Doctor Strange, "Just make everybody forget, forget me, because they're only coming here because of me. So make them everybody forget who I am, and they'll save the whole universe." So Peter Parker is it makes the ultimate sacrifice. Again, that's how great of a guy he is because he doesn't. He's honestly he's the most selfless guy ever. Like if it was real life, he'd probably be, like, probably be everybody's best friend. The way he acts, mm-hmm. and, and he tells, and Doctor Strange like, see a kid, it's like, I, I, I see, see, a, like, see a kid, like, see you around, Doctor Strange, and then, ah, oh, the feet, like, who's cutting the onions? When he goes to Zendaya, um, MJ, and Ned, and they tell him you're gonna forget me, and I was like, damn, who's cutting the onions? Like, are... <laughs> you're everybody crying. Favorite. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> When she said, uh, come and find me, I was like, because nah. <laughs> because she tells him, I love you, and then he's about to say it, and she stops him, like, no, like, save it and say it, save it, and come tell it when you find me. And I was like, ah, 
you you writers like you guys are so good but you guys are making me the feels right now yep and i love how they peter parker goes to find them and he pulls a he pulls a tom mcguire funeral scene where he tells he tells tells mj like no i don't love you i just want to be friends like that's what he pulls that move when he tells mj like no i don't see the coffee and i'm not that's it because he sees the band-aid and he knows that as if she as long as she knows he's pure he's Spider Man, she's always gonna be in danger. So he makes again back he, to the first Tobey Maguire movie where he's all like or you know, like they wanted to uh or at the very end of the movie she wanted to finally uh like you know, get with him and then he was all like I can't. Yeah. And then she's all like, What do you mean? And he's all like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, so I love that. Like that that's like um the ultimate Peter Parker move where it's like, no, I, this I, I need my this is my secret identity, nobody should know because the uh, the loved ones always are always put in danger whenever they know who Spider Man is. Yep. So Spider Man so everybody forgets that about it, so you can't go to high school, so that's why in his box he you see a GED book, a textbook, so he's taking he needs to take his GED and then, because again, he, he doesn't exist. So he doesn't have a crappy apartment. But everybody, everybody's reaction to that apartment would be like, man, I live in a, I live in a shithole. But Peter Parker just smiles. Again, the most selfless person ever. Like that, this was Stan Lee's vision, like the most relatable character in the comic, book, comic books, because everybody can relate to Spider Man. And, and oh my, oh, I got chills. That, that is me, but. I looked around all YouTube. Everybody said the same thing on YouTube or on social media. Everybody got the chills. Everybody got goosebumps. Where you saw him running across the roofs and the most, and he he's wearing the most accurate, hundred percent most accurate Spider-Man costume ever. It's light blue and red, and I was like, oh, I wanted to cry because this is like this he this Spider-Man Homecoming, Far From Home, and No Way Home is literally mm-hmm. the longest origin story of Spider-Man. He is now Spider Man. He's he's grown into the, he's grown into the man everybody knows him as. Yep. And that's and then Grant Foggy confirmed that we're getting a college trilogy. We're gonna see Tom Holland's version of being an adult that we've already seen Tom Holland, um, Tom McGuire version of their adult adult Peter Parker. Yep. Now now we're finally gonna see Tom Holland's adult Peter Parker, and I'm all for it. So I guess, and also my my fiance Lindsay, like like I love her so much. She got me a, a shirt for Christmas, and it's literally the comic book Spider Man, and it matched the movie. It's literally light blue and red, and I was like, wow, like this, they they did it. They like <laughs> this is my favorite Spider Man movie because again, this is the ultimate love letter to Spider Man fan. I seen it three times, and I, I'm I'm like, very tempted to see it the fourth time, which I probably will in the future. Uh, knowing you. Everybody else here, you're probably gonna do it. Oh yeah, because you, you saw Endgame three times, four times, oh, four times. <laughs> four times. Excuse the fuck out of me, but yeah. So no, that's no. yeah. So that's Spider Man No Him, guys. Great, uh, great review to tell us, Brendan. Damn, yeah, you, that was quite the synopsis. <laughs> since you. you are the biggest Spider Man fan here, I mean, we're all Spider Man fans, but 
I don't think. Yeah, comes... I don't think I could talk for fifty minutes about me. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, yeah, because Brandon. Well, like I said, anyone want um... to like lie about seeing this movie? Uh, <laughs> you can listen to this podcast, and uh, they, they could... yes, exactly. Well, like exactly. I said, like growing up as a kid, like Peter Parker slash Spider Man, he was my my role model growing up because like, I, I I had a good childhood, but also had like a dark, a bad childhood too at times because um. No, because like uh, my, my parents getting divorced as a kid uh, and then and then other things like I had to grow up. I had to grow up a lot because I had to become the man of the house. And I always thought like and I always thought like what would Peter Parker do in my situation? And I always looked up. I always thought Peter Parker, Spider-Man was a great role model because he always was the most selfless person. And I had four other siblings and I was the oldest. So I had to like try my hardest to be the most selfless person I had siblings to think about. So again, Peter Parker, Spider-Man is my favorite superhero and it was a huge part of my childhood. So that's why that's why I'm like, I love this movie because again, this movie is like a, because when I, when I see this movie on, the movie on the screen, it was literally, I was watching my childhood on screen. <laughs> like Alfred Molina, Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin, Tom McGuire, Spider-Man, that was literally my childhood. So I loved every single moment of it. And for the, and the third time watching it, still had the same chill, same feelings. Like I love this movie to death. So like yeah, like I said, I'm I'm ready for the college trilogy, and I'm ready for whatever. Ken Foggy, the genius, has has. I, I can't wait for Doctor Strange, um, the multiverse of madness. I can't wait for Wakanda Forever, and I can't wait for um, what's the third film? I know there's another one. I just can't. Thor. Thor, yeah, yeah Thor. Thor coming out. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm excited for that one too. I mean, Love so and Punisher and Fantastic Four at some point. Oh, they're coming too. I'm I'm ready for that. Yeah. Oh, also, we didn't also, even talk about Daredevil. Yeah, Daredevil I was, I, like I said, I wanted to focus on Spider Man. I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys focus on everything else yeah. that I might have left out. But yeah, but I'm 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 super excited for Charlie Cox's Daredevil. I think he's gonna be the the new Hulk, where he doesn't have his own film, but he's gonna be in almost every. MCU movie, I think I think that's what they're going with. I hope I'm wrong because I want a Daredevil movie, but I wouldn't mind if he has the the new Hulk role where he's like in almost every MCU movie or he's in the background. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think Daredevil deserves to have his own movie. Oh no, I want it too. I want it bad. Like I want it bad, but I wouldn't mind well, it if. if well, I think well, Foggy's vision. I think the reason why they can't do a Hulk film is because there's different licenses with the Hulk, so that's why that's they true. can't do their own film. It's not that they don't want to do one; it's just it would cost too much and all those kind of things. And I think it's Universal owns the rights for the Hulk or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's, it, it's, so, yeah. yeah, it is Universal. Well, so that's, I mean, that's I mean, why. Yeah, and the other thing is, at this point, what would a Hulk movie in the MCU be like? Just oh yeah, he's yeah, already it's, been to. Obviously. <laughs> all right, guys. So I, I, I gotta go. I gotta go. Tyler, you're in charge now. I, I, I'll, I'll give you the great power and, and, <laughs> you, you know, you know, great power comes great responsibility, Tyler. I uh, don't say that, Brandon, because <laughs> then you're gonna get shot. That's so ominous, dude. <laughs> and then you're gonna watch the whole world burn. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> All right, guys, uh, thank you for listening to me, and, and thank you for everybody listening to me on the podcast. Um, I can't wait to like come back for the future episodes and yeah, thank, thank you for my almost hour on talking about <laughs> Spider-Man. Again, that's all that's all passionate I am about this character. So 
um, uh, good luck, guys, with the rest of the episode. And I love you guys. And I love, love everybody that listens to us. Love you, too. Oh, 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 yeah, oh yeah, my fiance here. Um, say hi, babe. Hey, guys. Hey. Her fair, or um, before I go, uh, her favorite villain is Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin, and that's why she loves this movie a lot. She screamed so loud when he first appeared. <laughs> Good, choice. Good choice. Oh yeah, so that's why I married her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. All right, guys. See you guys. Love you guys. All right, love you All too, right, man. Love you too, man. See you, dude. See ya. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We took a little break, a pretty long break, right? Um, we're eating shitty we cookies right the now. the entire Lord of the Rings trilogy in one <laughs> sitting. Oh, hello, Hobbit! I'm kidding. Now we're eating shitty cookies right now. <laughs> no. They're delicious. They are. You better check yourself, Sam. Hey, don't be upset. My mom made those cookies. <laughs> Remember? Got him. <laughs> but, no, we like to take Brandon for... Um, talking about and reviewing No Way Home. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's that synopsis that I can type out verbatim on IMDb or something. <laughs> right, guys? Yep. But no, we're not going to make money off of it. You guys are. We appreciate it. So we're we're going to actually go around and give our our thoughts and opinion on the movie since Brandon did the uh, synopsis and he was very passionate about it. So I'm going to toss it to Matthew, who has not been here in a while. So go right ahead, brother. I'm not dead. <laughs> we know that. <laughs> I'm not dead. I'm not dead yet. I feel happy. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, it's Matt. I'm back. Um, Finally. I know, right? <laughs> uh, so, I mean, overall, my opinion of the film, I really liked it a lot. Um, I It exceeded my expectations <clears throat> for... What I expected from the film, which is a great, um, I don't want to say a relief, but it was just great to see. I was a little sad because, I mean, I wasn't planning on seeing the movie live, or when it first came out. I really was hyped for it, though. But not super duper, like, OMG, like, this is, uh, you know, not as, not like Infinity War, like, hype. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, I felt obligated to watch it opening night, just because I know for me, I mean, I don't really, I don't have, like, social media anymore. But even still, literally two days before the film came out, I was on YouTube. And literally the first thing, and I haven't even searched up any Spider-Man stuff. Literally the first thing that pops up was like a possible spoiler in the film. A th- little thumbnail. Like I saw it for like a split second. It's like, wait. I uh, swiped out of my app and I deleted it, my, even my YouTube app. Damn. Just because wow. some asshole put, posted a little clip and literally popped up on my thumbnail. Later to find later to find out when watching the film that was actually a spoiler from the film. Oh, okay. You know, I saw. I don't want to like take this away from Matt. I, I I remember like I'm really good at avoiding spoilers. I have a story I'm not going to go into right now about my peak spoiler avoiding <laughs> in my life. Yeah. But um, I saw a bunch of people doing like screenshots of the opening credits or like the opening scenes with uh, Peter and MJ, 
and you know the those ominous red square things and the if you look here there's certain <laughs> you know that whole thing I avoid that and now I'm kind of curious how many of those are actual spoilers versus just uh, well I think you're I probably talking I think you're talking more of like trailer little people the things people notice in the trailers but mine literally when I open up my YouTube thing like two or three days before the film came out it must have been somebody who saw like a press screening or something literally had a a f- had a photo or like a whole like 30 seconds of uh in the thumbnail you can literally see it looking like uh andrew garfield coming out of the screen oh, in spider-man suit no so literally when i open up youtube and i haven't looked up anything spider-man at all on my youtube literally when i open up the app that's the first thing that pops up right there whoever the person is go fuck yourself that, yeah that shit grinds my gears so bad dude. and you're you only do that if you're a real if you're not even an asshole beyond an asshole mm-hmm. yeah Oh, like Hitler? Like, what the fuck? Even Hitler would be like, that's too far. Yeah, dude. The Judenberg. I didn't want to see Andrew in the film yet. (laughs) Seriously, like, look at it. It was literally for like a split second. So I didn't get a clear view, but I was like, that's a Spider-Man. At first I thought it was like Tobey Maguire, like coming out of like... The, the just the, like you know just from like fucking like the streets you know like no alleyway but yeah. it ended up being fucking Andrew Garfield and I was like so like when he popped up I was like happy but also I was kind of like shut <sighs> that yeah. fucking guy and I've been avoiding movie. all spoilers for that fucking mm-hmm. film man mm-hmm. like I only saw the trailer like once or twice and that's it yeah. and really like two three days like I could see like the day comes out okay but mm-hmm. literally like days before it comes out. So, like, that's why after I saw that, I was like, I have to see this movie now. I'm sorry. Like, it's I, if I can't feel comfortable and safe watching this film, like, not waiting, like, till, like, the weekend, maybe, like, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday to watch it. Not even opening day, like, the day before it opens up. That's, that says a lot. So, what you're trying to say is you got fucked. Yeah. You did. Yeah. But, I mean, like, though, the Raw. next big movie I'm really hyped for... I want to say The Batman that comes out in March, but I am also pretty excited for... I'm not, like, as hyped for it as The Batman, but also Scream. That comes out in a few weeks, guys. Yep. I don't know if you realize that. It comes out yeah. in January. It's literally a few weeks. Less yeah. than, like, four weeks away it comes out. That's gotta, insane. I still got to binge watch the the four movies before I watch that one. No, we are not doing a no, movie no, no, no. review. No, we're not. No, we're not. No, this we're is not. our own personal homework. But um, no. but yeah, but regard. Oh, so yeah, so the movie. Um, I really loved it. It was great. Um, there was a lot. I mean, Spider Man's a kid, yes, but let's be honest, man. He's he's been in in two films and multiple cameos and stuff like that, and he's he's literally sur- was in in Infinity War and was in the results of Endgame. He had to grow up somehow. Like, yeah. Literally, yeah. the fact that he was like, "Oh, what, what about Ned? Uh, uh, what about MJ? Uh, what about Aunt May?" It's like, really, bro? Like, you're really that stupid and naive? Like, come on, you're not that stupid. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. For me personally, I thought the writing like that was kind of weak. I know they had to find a way to let the plot progress. Okay. Yeah. But like that was just like a little stupid in the writing. I personally think, but it didn't affect the movie for me. And they're just Doctor Strange of how he was acting like too. It's like, bro, you've literally seen like I don't know how many. Remember, he saw, like, possibilities in the future. Timelines he saw. And you're literally just going to be like, oh, just just because you're having a hard time, kid, sure. It just seems like a minor case to really, like, bend reality. It does seem like quite an overstep from Doctor Strange. And also, how does Doctor Strange just not go, oh, we fucked up. Whoopsie. Yeah. 
But the thing was, like like you are saying, there's no time stone. There's no time stone. That's right. Which yeah. is which he mentioned. A good thing. That's good. Because I'm like, we don't need to see her for the next five hours for this bullshit. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But a lot of people are saying too, like this could have been this movie been up in two parts. Mm. And which I'm like. I kind of I kind of understand, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's like I, we've been waiting for over a year yeah. for this fucking movie to come out. Just I think it was perfectly fine. Just lay it out I, there. I, 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 I thought the runtime was fine. It yeah. didn't overstate's yeah. welcome. I thought all the Spider Men had the perfect amount of screen time. Yes, mm-hmm. I don't know. Just for me personally, too. I just I know. I, I think even in real life they're dating, but just. The chemistry between MJ and, and Peter Parker is just weird for me. I, I don't always hated that. I don't like it. Right? I yeah. think they've gotten better. I mean, okay. No, I, I think MJ has gotten a little better in each movie. I really didn't like her character in the first one. I she remember. Just, I remember. Yeah, she just didn't. Because well, she's not a love and she's just she, there. Yeah, she's, and she's the, just, the, the she's one, just. She, the second one, she only likes him because he yeah. she thinks he's Spider-Man. So that's why, in a way, it's like, I'm wondering. With the, yeah. that's, that's the thing I have the problem with the character. MJ fell in love with Peter Parker in the Raimi films. Like she was the girl next door. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But like in this one, I feel like MJ, only reason why she saw interest in Peter is because her initials is because she, are MJ. <laughs> is because she initially thought and thought he was Spider-Man. Yeah. So that's why she would like follow him and stalk him and stuff. Then like all of a sudden fall in love with him. I don't know. Yeah. Just... Well, well, Matt, clearly what's happening is you're internalizing white supremacy. No, I'm fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Look at your Viewer discretion <laughs> advice from Kyle talking about the white supremacy. Internalizing white supremacy. Well, the white supremacists. But, um, you know, it, it's just, I think I might be the minority here at the table in that I actually like MJ in these movies. But this movie, I was very, very just kind of meh about her. Why she is that? She didn't do very much for me in this film. I don't know. She just... Even she Ned was, had a part, but she really didn't. She was just there to be she, there. To be like the love interest. She was never a damsel in distress in the film either. No. Except no, for like that which, very which At end. least they didn't get to that cliche. Yeah. But like... She didn't, like, say anything witty. There wasn't, like, any really big plot points. She didn't have that person. She didn't have... I I feel like you like her in the previous films because she had, like, that spiciness and that spunk and I don't give a fuck attitude. But this one, she... She's in a relationship with Peter, so now she's I don't just kind of... kind of... She's a little too gaga for him now. Yeah. And now it's like... I'm that, like... I have that, like, toxic trait of, like, once a girl with Gaga, I'm like, mm, I'm not so sure anymore. <laughs> I think that with MJ. One thing you have to realize about the film, though, too, think about it. This literally takes place right after the second film. Yep. Yep. And in the fir- second film, they literally just only share one kiss once. Right. How did they all of a sudden become boyfriend and girlfriend? Like a really serious couple. Yeah. Yeah, you it do just have happened a point. like an hour. It just happened before. like yeah. Literally, they just share an awkward kiss that's like very small. It's not like they're like making out and it's like, oh, you feel that passion or whatever. See, you this know? goes. Back. It's just literally, it's just like, oh, I, 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 literally, isn't the second film like, dude? I, I like they you. feel like they feel yeah, like a couple that dated through all of college. Yeah, in the, yeah. In the third film. Yeah. Yeah. And when you rewatch, you know, uh, Far From Home, like it basically ends with them like awkwardly like holding hands with each other because right. they kind of just started dating. Yes. And then all of a sudden he's like, you know, swinging around with her through the city and then J.K. Simmons pops up and is all like... like Surprise, motherfucker! Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> and we all remember that scene. <laughs> and then this takes place the moment after. 
It reminds me of the uh, the John Wick movies, how each yes. of those take place yes. the moment after the previous movie. And when you think about it, it's like, damn, this guy is you know, like all three of the movies take place within like a week of each other. And he hasn't like recovered from his injuries from the previous movie to take on new injuries in the, in the, pre- true, the but, next movie. But, 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 they, but they do take account of that in those. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Really that's true. Well. That's true. But I mean, again, I'm not hating on the film just a little. I'm not, I'm not even a big nitpicker, but like I feel like people saying this is like the greatest Marvel film ever. It's not. I'm sorry. It's not. It's a great Marvel film. It's not even the greatest superhero film ever. Far from not. But it is, I would say... To me, again, I think I talked to Lauren about this, and maybe the guys too. This is probably my third favorite Spider-Man. I would film. say that's yeah. probably where yeah. I'd rank it too. Yeah, yes. for me, it, number one is always going to be um, the first the Spider-Man. first Spider-Man movie because of how much I have like a personal connection to that movie. And to me, it's like if I just say like I saw a really good Spider-Man movie and then immediately dethrone my childhood favorite film. It's like I, that's just a slap in the face to that. It's it's going to be a long, long process for me to say. The first Spider-Man movie is no longer my favorite Spider-Man. Yeah, movie. this is the thing. I feel like a lot of people yeah. have to take into account her saying this is the greatest Spider-Man film. Again, your opinion is totally up to you. You know, and I'm everybody has an entitled opinion. But you have too. to think about it. this Spider-Man film took years and years of preparation. It wasn't like oh, this is like a random third film in like a trilogy. No, this this Spider-Man is involved in Infinity War and Endgame and all these kind of other films. You know, with mm-hmm. other superheroes. So this isn't really a chapter three. This is, a, you know, like... I say, like, well, you know, he was introducing in, in, Civil in, in War. Civil War. That's what I'm saying, though. So in a way, it's kind of like, this is not really his third film. Even yeah, though so it is his official third film, it's not. His entire... He's had this buildup. So, like, you can't really compare, like, a film where, like, he's mm-hmm. super established <clears throat> and stuff. So all of a sudden, now, again, he's a little kid. And he made, like, a stupid decision in this newest movie. But, again, he was there during Civil War where literally there's a whole about assassination. And stuff. Yeah. Like, come right. on. Like, yeah. So his, I, his I, entire story arc uh, so far is Civil War, Homecoming, Infinity War, Endgame, Far From Home, No Way Home. That's six films. Right. And here's the thing. The other thing you got to keep in mind is we just – because Spider-Man, no matter how you frame it, because it's MCU, is always a part of the bigger Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yep. So really, this movie is just – we're kind of only barely stepping into this post-Infinity Saga. Uh-huh. The really long Infinity Saga that had just finished mm-hmm. in the last couple of years. So, it seems like, on the one hand, this is like a full condensed Spider-Man movie with all of the characters and events and what have you. But on the other hand, it, it feels like it's just trying to get pieces moving just so we can begin to make the overall story kind of go somewhere, but it's not clear at this moment what every single thing we see yeah, in this movie exactly. means yet. Exactly. So we have a little bit of a conflict with that watching this movie. It's not like a Raimi movie where it's totally self-contained. Yeah. Yeah. So... Now, now the question is, um, we, I don't know if you guys heard. Uh, I'm pretty sure you guys heard. There's been reports about Tom Holland wanting to start a family yep. and take a break from acting. To be quite honest, I think he deserves to have a fucking long ass break. Because it, this is years and years, and obviously Uncharted is coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know when. He's but. been doing this since he's like what 19, and he's 24, 25 now. Something, something like that. Like that. And now it's like, yeah, dudes, like, take a break. Like, I think it would help in a way, too, the fact that, like, when you get another Spider-Man film, he's, he looks older. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know, that would kind of be cool, you know. But, I mean, like, my thing with that, too, is that he can still have a family and still do movies. Maybe it doesn't have, doesn't have to be, like, every single Marvel yeah, film. Yeah, that's the thing with That's the thing that's tough about i mean you feel like oh this this a-list this a-list actor should an actor should be in this mar in the marvel universe yeah you don't realize how much i mean you know they're blockbuster films you don't know how much hard work and dedication it is you have to literally just block any other kind of like film like films you want to do to be in marvel think about great actors in these new marvel films they can't do other films. Don Cheadle, like, what other films has he done since, mm -hmm. like, being fucking War Machine? Right, right. Yeah. And he's a great actor, you know? Yeah. And I like him. Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. Check that out. Boogie you know, Don there's, there's even there's even Florence Pugh. She's an upcoming great actress. Yep. I'm just, I, I don't know, I haven't seen Black Widow, but, I mean, what worries me is that she's going to be in the MCU now, and she's still young. Like, I'm afraid that, like, she's just going to be typecasted in, like, Marvel films and can't do other films. Because, I mean, if you guys saw Midsommar, whether or not you liked it or not, she was fucking phenomenal. At it. So I like it. She has have, like a great fighting marriage. with my family. Yeah, she was know. great. And she won an Oscar, right, for Little Women, or or she was nominated or something. She yeah, was she nominated. nominated for. She was nominated. Uh, she was for nominated best supporting for actress. Best supporting actress. Yeah, for Little Women at the Oscars a few years ago. Okay. okay. But yeah, you know that's a, that's a tough part, you know. And but I mean, I, I'm just interested to see where Marvel's gonna go now. I know there's there's so many other films, but you know. I, I mean, personally, I'm not a big TV show kind of guy, so I haven't caught up with any of, like, the TV shows for Marvel, and that kind of yeah. sucks for me and people in my position just because, like, I feel like you have to watch those shows to understand films going on. Exactly. In yeah. my opinion, and I know this is not a, a MCU TV show review, in my opinion, the TV shows take so much investment, and they have so little payoff. Yeah. It's my biggest gripe with them. Cause, well, just think of it. This is the first official time. Because I, I think it has been... I haven't watched the, the Netflix shows. Right. But I remember, like, Daredevil was the first one that was Daredevil, released. It was Daredevil, Daredevil and, Punisher. and Punisher were yeah. the very first ones. Daredevil was the first one that was released. And, and I, I remember yeah. when it came out, it was like... They even, like, made sure, you know, people would know this takes place at the, you know... The exact like, same time. Yeah, like, right after the first Avengers movie or something. Right. Because, you know, it was like... A lot of people had, like, property damage and, you know, you need Matt Murdock, you know, to do, you know, his lawyer stuff. Uh, but we haven't had an official crossover until this movie. Yes. So I, I can understand the frustration with, like, the Netflix Marvel show fans. I, I think they like, should not, just do yeah. some, like... Not quite a super edit, but not quite a full feature length film. Just give the people who aren't going to watch every single TV show something to see so they just know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, one thing, yeah, like for me, I was to mention what I would love to see in a Marvel film, because I feel like I still feel like they have not done it at all. Is that um, it doesn't have to be? A, they kind of did it a little bit with Spider-Man, but that's because people thought he killed Mysterio, and even so, it was so quick for people just to change like that. Like, oh, Spider-Man did it. It's yeah. like there's no. Mm -hmm footage especially if who people don't even know who the fuck mysterio really is exactly know? he's yeah. like a one-hit wonder because he saves people you know in italy or whatever but like i just want to see a group of people or like a huge group of like groups of people who hate the superheroes because mm -hmm. if you think about it the reason why these supervillains come is because of these superheroes kind of like you know what batman doesn't kill the joker and mm -hmm. he doesn't kill his you know his rogue gallery they yep. just keep on coming back and shit's always going to hit the fan, you know? What the but fuck? Then, the, no, 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 no. The, the, the thing is, the thing is, in the TV shows, that is explained. If you watch Falcon and Winter Soldier, which 
it is what it is. Yep. They do explain there are groups of people around the world who are both anti-nationalist and don't like the international security protocols. Like, what is it called? The the Accords? That the, the uh, uh, what was it that fake country called? Not not the country, but the, the code that the Avengers follow that started the whole Civil War. Yeah, it, it was the... Uh, um... The accord. Yeah, no, I know you're. Ah, it's the fake country. Whatever the fake this. country was called, the that Not was the at country. the no at the end of uh, uh, Age of Ultron. But regardless, oh, but regardless, okay, uh huh, okay. It's explained that there are people and who oppose everything the Avengers stand for, and they think like the superheroes working with the governments in the world are kind of like our real-world equivalent of the New World Order Illuminati, and they're always mm-hmm. trying to fight against that, but you never see it in the movies. It's mm-hmm. only yeah. in the TV shows. And even yeah. still, it's probably not even shown. It's just talked about. That's yeah. the yeah. I it's see a something. major plot point in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. See, it might be a plot point, but do they actually show that? And that's, not just that, though. Like, Do they show like people of power opposing it, too? That's why I'm interested to see something maybe like, like a Fisk getting into the picture of either mm-hmm. Spider-Man or just any of the shows because I think he's going to make an appearance in... Uh, or I think okay. he already made an appearance in the Hawkeye show. Yeah. yeah. So he could be a, a person to, like, a, a he'll be, like, a rich figure to be opposing. And he's, his, he's uh, a so. pretty big Spider-Man... I mean, he's a Daredevil villain, but he's also, he's also a big Spider-Man, Spider-Man villain. villain. Yeah. yeah. So... But, but, then, but then again, as big and powerful as Kingpin is, think about all the villains the Avengers have fought already. Yeah. yeah. Kingpin is nothing right. compared to... I mean, yeah. Thanos... <laughs> Who's gonna top Thanos? Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm very curious about, like with future films, and what I'm worried about the Spider-Man films too. Because even though Spider-Man has a huge gallery of villains, you can't do Green Goblin anymore. Nope. You can't do Doc Ock, Electro, because nope. Spider-Man knows who all those villains are. Yep. They're not gonna all of a sudden pop up in his universe. Yeah. So as cool as it is to see those nostalgic villains and actors portraying their villains You can't again, have Tom Holland's Dr. Octopus or Tom Holland's yeah, exactly. Green Goblin. Exactly. Because he would already know who they are. Yeah. They are. Unless they do some kind of thing where they do the like a sex change as far as like 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 kind of like the Spider-Verse film. Into the Spider-Verse? Yeah, yeah. Where it's like a female Doc Ock. Mm-hmm. But even still, he would kind of piece it together. Yeah. So that's my only – it's not worry, but it's just kind of a – it's a bummer yeah. to know mm-hmm. that he can – Missed cause... opportunity. There, there's a lot of missed opportunities with – Spider-Man in general, like if it no was, was, I think with if, I it was, if, I if it was, if like if it if Sony didn't have their dispute with Marvel earlier, we could have gotten I don't know like Tom or uh, you know Tobey Maguire could have been like because the Spider-Man three came out like the same time the first Iron Man came out. I'll tell you, they what, could have had you know like their Avengers crossover. I'll tell you what, absolutely need to just hurry the fuck up with an MCU. They need to get point. X-Men and Fantastic Four on this boat. That's it's gonna a, be a good while because we all know about Fox. No, no, I know. <laughs> but like, it's gonna be a good, good, good while. Yeah, well, here's my thing though: as much as I would love to see the X Men, believe me, I would love to see the X Men. Think about this though: there's so many superheroes around the world. Are the mutants gonna be that much different from them? No. Well, Not how would they really. explain mutants? See, that's what I feel like. That's why it suddenly happened like, happen, yeah. like it's a global event. That's see, what I'm saying. It would yeah. be hard because they had never been mentioned before, so that'd be. See it that's what be I think because X Men is all about the prejudice. That's you know X Men, yep. right. you know, mutants are. It's all about the prejudice against mutants. 
I don't think that's going to work necessarily. Not, I mean, be, because there is no, the there is no showing prejudice with these superheroes. Because it's films. it's way too much established right exactly. now. Exactly. I feel like the X-Men would have been better off if the MCU started with their movie. Mm-hmm. Like, if the first X-Men movie... See, like, if, if, you know, you had, like, your Avengers crossover with, like, the first X-Men movie and, like, the... Or, you know, like, the X-Men trilogy and the Spider-Man trilogy yep. and, like, the Fantastic Four movie. Like, well, that's if, how it was all going to start. It was all going to start, but... Yeah. I kind of see your point. It was just... It's yeah. so late. It's too late now, yeah. But, I mean, there's, there's, th- there's think, new ways they can, they can do it. I think they could explain it if they did something like House of M, but now I'm getting way far away from yeah. Spider-Man. No way. Yeah, you are. <laughs> but, yeah, so, I just... Uh, just Spider-Man movie, again, just my take. Um, I really liked it. It did meet uh, exceed my expectations. They're just little... So you can't even say they're little, because they are pretty big things, but, I mean... Yeah. They had to find a way to. They, I don't want to say they dumbed the movie down for people, okay. but you know, I feel like to, there. Uh, sadly, there is a, a big portion of people who who will eat up anything Marvel makes and make it seem like it's the greatest thing ever. True. True. And I, you know, I understand Brandon mentioned Kevin Feige's a genius. He's a genius because Disney lets him do well. What it's not he Disney wants no more. What? It's not Disney. Marvel. Uh, Disney doesn't own Marvel no more. No? Don't they? No. They do. They don't. They Since don't when? own... They gave it back to uh, Sony. I think I think Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Oh, Spider-Man. Excuse me. Spider-Man. My, yeah, my apologies. Spider-Man. But I would say, like, with Kevin Feige being a genius, he's just a big nerd who knows his stuff. Right. And Disney allows him to do that. And that's, not, that's not the case with a lot of people. Like, a lot of people are also probably big, big heads... I don't, I don't want to say big heads, but like no, you a can lot say of big heads. A lot of those people with money and power in like the film industry, they probably aren't as knowledgeable. Of that it's just about making money. But yeah. he's he's lucky enough where he's in a spot where he knows his shit, and that the company he works for Disney, is allowing him to do Disney that. Disney just gives him the purse. Yeah, and yeah. he and he just knows how to use it well because he. Yeah. It's just, it's just like how Star Wars is right now with Book of Boba Fett coming that, out. If businesses or companies were smart, they just hire somebody who. Knows their stuff, not trying to create their own version of it. Like, just follow the comics, not d- directly, but, like, a good portion of it. I mean, right. think about it. Marvel hasn't shit out every f- single film. Even recently, every single film that they've shit out, they haven't been golden gems. A lot of uh, good, right. like, half of them have been great, half of them have been deads. Yep. And that includes TV shows. A lot of the TV shows are bombing. The only one that I've heard is good is Loki. Loki, Loki's really good, and so is WandaVision. Yeah, WandaVision, but I've heard... Everything yeah. else is... But again, I heard like WandaVision... I said, such an investment for so little payoff. Yep. Yeah. But with WandaVision, too, it's one of those shows where it doesn't get into it until, like, the fourth or fifth this episode. Is true. Yeah. Spoilers, by the way, but this is true. We, so we, do, have a, we, we do have a review of WandaVision. We do have a review so, of WandaVision. So that's, that's my thing, though. Okay. You just you can't say Marvel is, like, oh, like... Untouchable. Everything they, untouchable. Everything they no. shit out is gold. It's not the case, no, no, you know? that's true. About half of their stuff is good and half of their stuff is... I don't want to say it's crap, but it's just not... It's, it's okay. It's, yeah. it's whatever. It's, There's you know, it's a lot possible. of films out there that are, for lack of better words, just filler. They're, they're you know, created to be you know, filler. They're created like, either let, to, yeah, to world build. World build or... Or they're created to explain some kind of gap in a plot line yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the quote-unquote biggest yeah. Marvel film that was supposed to come out this year was a dead. The Eternals. Yep. Uh, yeah. Speaking of which, I um, that was a film I was, even like when it was first announced, I was not like looking forward to it at all. Uh, I was feeling like it was going to be too much like Captain Marvel. And um, it, I think because I set my expectations so low, I, 
I when I, when I actually saw the film, I actually thought it was pretty decent. I enjoyed it. Um, I don't think I would actually like go back and the, but the problem it that the much, problem but, was with that film, like that uh, first hour was just it's way it's too, it's, way, like, it's like, like they had a novel's worth of like background and just more world building. But when they real they were putting it to the the screenplay, they're like. Oh fuck! We're gonna have to do info dumps left and right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, nothing's gonna make sense. It's just to me with that film, and then we're getting way off topic right now. <laughs> right. This has, be, this has become a Marvel commentary. Before, what I'm trying to say is, within that movie, the first like hour and a half was just like so boring, until, boom. Yes. Like here, here, here's the main main plot now. Instead, yeah. but that's the, that's why my worry about the Marvel films going on, they're not about the ones you, the characters you know, but it's about these new characters you've never heard of. Like I've never I've heard of Adam Warlock, but I don't fucking know who he is. Mm-hmm. You know, so like stuff like that. Like yeah. unless you're like a hardcore Marvel fan, which Marvel isn't making billions of dollars because all the nerds are seeing it four or five or six times. It's because everyone around the Everyone's world is watching. Yeah. Yep. So that's what's going to be the harder thing moving on forward. And the reason why Spider-Man No Way Home made as much money as it did, let's be honest, it was because the two other Spider-Man and the old villains came back. Yeah. If that wasn't the case, it wouldn't have made... It would probably make a, a billion dollars, but not so quickly. Money, but yeah. yeah, but not... Not as rapid as it is. Am I, that, am, I, am, I, am I crazy or naive to think that maybe the way going forward for MCU is to still have the main saga that we have, but maybe also... Have some kind of whatever spinoff series where we get well, to well, that's why we got the further the develop. But you mean like films With that have their like characters? Kind but of like, you like treat it as an inc- encapsulated. But that's thing. kind of why we got the what ifs scenario, yeah. right? But I mean, like movie. Form. I think I think yeah. I think that's what DC is doing because their their cinematic universe is pretty much dead, and the Batman is yeah. t- pretty much a multiverse film where it, it's. It's a DC. There, it's still a DC film, but it has nothing to do with the DCEU. Yeah. yeah. But but it's still exactly. So it's kind of like under its the, own thing. It's under the DC umbrella, but it's not in, in continuity with yeah. the exactly. DC exactly. universe. The, the yeah. plot in the MCU has just gone too big. It's gone too big. Yeah. It's way too big, and I, there's so much shit. Yeah. That not only in co- like movies, but in comics as well. But there are also also I mean, other spinoffs, which is like you have to include that as well. Yeah. Every but twenty the- years in the comics, uh, all the writers shit their pants because they go, "Oh my god, I have twenty plus years of backstory and all the characters and blah 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 blah." Yeah. So we just have to start from scratch. Well, here's the thing too. I mean, again, I'm sorry we're straight from <laughs> far from home, but think about Thanos is like the biggest like villain, but it's not like he showed up after like three or four films. The buildup came like from very very first Iron Man and every yeah. other film. After every post credit scene, mm-hmm. it kind of built up and showed him more and more and more yeah. and built his yeah. character up. How are they gonna do that with another like ten plus films for yeah. another villain as big as him? Yeah. I don't see it. <laughs> Especially as big as the superhero catalog is getting bigger and bigger because yeah. you're you're introducing more heroes. And they have the Internals. Who's gonna be the big bad to go against the Eternals and the Avengers and all these other like heroes? And I'm assuming there's going to be like X-Men, Fantastic Four, and so it just gets, it's getting well, fucking It's just getting ridiculous. fucking I think ridiculous. the show I'm looking forward to the most is Matt Murdock's Small Claims Court. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, again, yeah, Spider-Man No Way From Home. Uh, great film. No Way Home. No Way Home. <laughs> no Way From Homecoming. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate the title. They're they're One and two. One was a really good film. Two, homecoming. Loved one. Yeah. 
The first one, the second one. It, <sighs> Far from home. Far, no, I know the names, but I'm just saying Spider-Man one was uh, it was you know of the Marvel ones. Like it was it was it was it was good. I liked it. It felt the most like a Spider-Man film. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. The second one didn't. It felt like a Marvel film. Yep. And later the third film just felt I don't know. Just felt the, like the third film is kind of a mess. It feels yeah. both like a unique Spider-Man film and yet just another episode. The, in the first MCU. thirty minutes felt like the third Spider-Man movie. Yes. The last two hours. <laughs> <laughs> The second the Doctor last Strange two hours felt in. like you want Spider Man here you fucking go. <laughs> but here's the thing that just interests me: like, how come Spider Man? I mean, it was his Aunt May, but I mean, you know, I guess he. You guys think he lost an Uncle Ben in the past, but he lost Tony Stark. But even still, after losing Tony Stark, okay, that's one thing that kind of pissed me off. I kind of wish they referenced a lot more of Tony in this movie. Yeah. In this movie. Really? Yes. I know they did in, in Far From Home, but he... Tom, like, you kind of forget his suit is Tony Stark. Exactly. He has, yeah. all, these, that's, that's, he has all these abilities, but think about it. It's Tony Stark. Spider-Man doesn't use any of those like abilities that are in his quote-unquote really. suit. So it's mm-hmm. like... I think the the writers kind of like forgotten. It's like, dude, he has like literally an Iron Man yeah. suit. He can do anything he wants. Yeah. Well, they gave him, you know, the the four legs he uses against Doc Ock. Which yeah. Kind well, of yeah. Bullshits out that fight with him. Mm-hmm. You know, and the the nanotech and the. <laughs> that was that fucking, was. I don't know. I was just that killed me for the fight. I love the fight, but later when that thing that that Stark thing went onto Doc Ock and literally and you're like, okay, is he gonna be like a Iron Man? No, it just locks. It's like, yeah. Really? I was thinking it was gonna go into like a stop hitting yourself sort of situation. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it might as well. <laughs> but I mean, the, but, the, the fights were great in the film. Um, they were solid. I don't know. Um, I tell me if I'm the only one, guys. I just I felt for when Iron Man died. You know, yeah, in in Endgame, mm-hmm. I I didn't feel anything when Aunt May passed away. It I just... felt I felt more when Uncle Ben died in both the Raimi Spider Man mm-hmm. and the Mark Webb Spider Man. Yeah, than Aunt May dying just because I don't know me because she wasn't old. I don't know what it was. <laughs> it's just I didn't. I never had an attachment to her. Well, it was I... for me when I saw the Marvel Spider Man. She was always the bud bud joke because she was the milf, <laughs> literally. Oh I think for me, it's like. Yeah, because Tony I'm, Stark was that one who taught him how to become a man. Aunt May really didn't until all of a sudden, oh no, you have to be good. You have to help people. Yeah. I never saw in the first two films. I, you know, I, I, I kind of feel you. And uh, the thing is, Aunt May always felt too fun in MCU. Not really like a really serious when she finds character. out Spider Man is uh, is her 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 you know her yeah. her. His you nephew. Know, her nephew is Spider-Man. She isn't like, oh, you can't be Spider-Man and stuff. She's like, oh, she, oh, here, go, like dude, she, dude, take photos with kids and charities and stuff. Go, go, do. it's like literally. That's why I loved in the movie this this new film. They're literally like, oh, you knew he was Spider-Man, but you still put him out there like in all these yeah. dangerous situations. Yeah. You didn't give yeah. a shit. Like you're a terrible aunt. Like yeah. I was, I was like, I was like, fuck. <laughs> like that's that's great. They, that's like, that's great writing. Yeah, America. <laughs> Come on, you know. All right. Child endangerment laws. Yeah. Pretty much. But that, but the whole interrogation scene was also kind of stupid. Like, yeah. the guy who was interrogating him was like, this guy is like, he's not he's not threatening at all. He just seems like an incompetent. Total douche. Douche, but an incompetent guy. Like, he's... Yeah. Yeah, I was just kind of like cringe. It was a little cringe, to be honest. Never seen again. <laughs> never. Never seen again. 
But yeah, one thing that pissed me off, not about the film, but about people reviewing the film. Okay. And this is from even like YouTubers that I really love and have a lot of respect for. I mean, it's not a deal breaker. I'm just, I'm not even overacting. But, and when he's like, oh, the Spider-Man came in all these plot points. Every, like we mentioned today, everybody forgot about fucking Daredevil appearing. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the, when I saw the movie, the crowd was losing their shit and yep, clapping. Yeah, yeah. But all of a sudden, when people review the film, they, to- it they totally, totally goes over their heads. Totally like, are you kidding me? Like, for me, I was more excited about Daredevil, Daredevil showing up than the other <laughs> Spider-Man just because I had an idea of the Spider-Man right Because now. it over, overdid with yeah. having Toby and Andrew coming back. I, I lost my shit when I saw I saw that white cane. I was like, that's fucking Daredevil. And sure enough, it was Daredevil. But it's no Ben Affleck. But, it, okay. but what I loved about it too is that he wasn't a major part of the film. Was literally, he's just in there for a few minutes where it's like a little sample taste yeah. of him. But it was perfect. That's what I'm saying. That's what I loved it's about just, it. It's just that little acknowledgement that he's out there. Yeah, yep, He's exactly. out there. You don't have to have watched his entire series to enjoy that cameo. You're just like... That's right. That Daredevil show is out there, and that takes place at the same time. And the and thing that's, that's kind of stupid about it, but it feels funny, but it was stupid too. Think yeah. about it, honestly. But also, when he catches that fucking brick, Spider Man would have been like, he's a fucking super, like, no random person, let alone blind. He has to know, Matt. <laughs> but he said he didn't. Oh, you know what I been, think he knows. You know what he would knows. have been the perfect reaction to that? Is eat your green vegetables. And when all this shit's happening in New York. Where are the fucking Avengers? <laughs> Dude, it's like the meme I sent you guys. It's, uh, every superhero movie, when uh, the world is ending and the one superhero is handling the situation, the rest are superheroes. I missed the part where that was my problem. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. Exactly. Like, if you're going to have an Avengers film, like, it literally, if, like, Electro's there, like, and you're right, right next we- to the Captain America fucking Statue of Liberty... And you're like, isn't like fucking like Dude, Stark's the, building the right there too? Yeah. The like, fabric of the universe is tearing. Where the fuck are the... The, the same thing with my UN thing with, the, with Jurassic Park. Where the fuck are the Avengers? <laughs> and literally Go when, back and listen to our Jurassic Park episodes. <laughs> and, and when uh, Nick Fury... When they said Nick Fury was there, he's like, no, he wasn't. He's like, out like, what? Then like, come on, like, are they gonna? Nick Fury's are they, never been here. Are you? Are they gonna just discount the whole scrolls thing, or what's? Or are they saving that I for something else? Because apparently, because apparently, the whole Brie Larson thing, she's like, in the next Captain or Captain Marvel film, but it's not even gonna be a Captain Marvel film. It's gonna be a Miss Marvel film because apparently she's pissed off Disney and they want her out, so they're gonna have her as like a little little side character. Then push out of the MCU. So I Captain Marvel is no longer going to be a... That's I what I'm saying, though. Yeah, but... Yeah, but, but scrolls... Sexist. Ha- <laughs> but, but scrolls have to do with the Spider-Man films now, apparently. I just wish it wasn't Brie Larson that was her. Yeah. Well, I, I think we all know. Yeah. Just recast her, but they don't want to recast her. They want to put something else. I don't know. Why? They already did it with Ed Norton. And that was the most blatant <laughs> recast. Nobody questions that. <sighs> To this day, I, I don't like Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk. I, He's just the butt of the joke. I love Mark Ruffalo. I love him as an actor, but I don't like I don't like his Hulk. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, bitch. <laughs> All right, uh, Lauren. <laughs> we where where is Elektra? And yes, Daredevil deserves his own film. Here is a TV show, and people if. This Ray is, back it's not, Jennifer it's, Gardner. It's just not, saying. I'm going to say this too. It's and not Evanescence. It's. It's not. It's not like Marvel's like. Oh, we're just gonna get uh, you know, just in Charlie Cox. Charlie Cox. Charlie Cox is Daredevil just because they're a Daredevil show. No, people were petitioning and like hardcore like fan casting him to replay play reprise his role as Daredevil. 
for that show. It's not like Marvel is like, oh, let's we're gonna have a Daredevil show. No, they could have easily recast him. So like, they have to do a film if it's if he's that popular as a character for Daredevil. Yeah. Plus, I mean, he's already established. You really don't have to do too much of an origin story because people already kind of know. Or people already know. Yeah, but like you know, and later, um, as far as my theory, um, I I feel like it's inevitable, but I think the next villain has to be Venom. Honestly, the way they okay, let's that's where I'm stopping there. Yeah. But I'm just saying. Let's talk about. That ends. Okay. Okay. Well, so, this is actually this post credit scene is actually part two to Carnage, uh, well, Venom Two, Welcome to Carnage, or whatever it was called. Carnage, whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> carnage Time. Let there be Carnage. I think that's what it was called. That was <laughs> that was the second <laughs> Carnage <clip>. Time. <laughs> <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Us after Lord keeps on like, fucking up the title of the movie. <laughs> Y'all can't see it, but for the shared memes, this is it's great to be back together. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Venom Two. Uh, there was a first of all, I saw Venom Two. Uh, I, was, I thought it was okay. And I, I really don't care. I was like, okay, whatever, fuck that. Get to the post credit scene. Cool. He's in the MCU now. Okay, that's all you gotta watch is the post credit scene for Venom Two. <sighs> This one fucking pisses me off, man. <laughs> you didn't like Venom 2? No, I, I liked it, but... The post- oh, you this, this, this oh. post-credit. This one. Yeah. This one. So, so the part... Venom... Okay. Po- uh, Venom 2 post-credit scene is just, uh, you know, Venom symbiote talking with Eddie Brock. Uh, they're in some, like, hotel in Mexico. And then all of a sudden, uh, the world mm. starts changing around them. I'm guessing this is at the moment that Doctor Strange's portal... Yep. Uh, brings everybody into the MCU. Yep. Uh, so Eddie Brock is brought into the MCU and they see the events of uh, Far From Home on the TV and then, you know, the symbiote acknowledges Peter Parker and he says, like, that face or something like that. That guy. That guy. That guy. And then uh, this is uh, the post credit scene in um, no, Far- way. no Way Home is a follow-up to that where it shows uh, Eddie Brock This is fucking in a bar, bullshit. This is bullshit. In a bar. And then uh, uh, he's just like... What, what, he's just well, he's trying to catch was, up on like what's happening in what was the universe. whole point of that seriously like I'm I'm getting pissed off right now he's having a crazy guy rant with like the dude serving him drinks well he knows what no he's like what's the point of doing that if you're gonna tease us and let him just say fuck you it's not gonna happen haha yeah. kinda like they're yeah. offering you candy then nope but I've been hearing that Tom Hardy does not want to do Venom no more that's what I've been hearing really? he said fuck this char- like fuck this character I don't blame him. Tom Hardy has been the weirdest cast choice. With Here's the thing, though, too. Here's the thing, though, too. Think about this. You can't see this because you're hearing us. <laughs> but what if, you know, Tom Hardy's Venom in the Sony one left, but that symbi- symbiote stayed, and the symbiote doesn't just go to any random person and becomes Venom, you know. It's going to find his host. So what if... In because Sp- Spider Man hasn't met Eddie Brock yet or ever heard of him. Mm-hmm. What if he, when he becomes an adult Spider Man and he's doing a thing, uh-huh. he gets hired at the Daily Bugle or whatever happens now? And, and Eddie Brock works there and it's Tom Hardy, but it's a different version of Tom Hardy where maybe he's like a dick or something and stuff like that. And he ends up getting the symbiote. You could still have that Eddie Brock, work. but it won't work. be the because I don't like the version of Eddie Brock in the Venom films where he's like, oh, it tries to be funny. I, I don't I like that. Like this idea. Okay, I, you know I like what? This. Eddie Brock to me. Is a psychopath. Yeah. 
And he's and a the bully. worst person and possible to have the symbiote. That's why I don't like the version of like the Venom films because he literally cool. feels like Spider-Man. Yeah. Right. It feels wrong. Have Tom Hardy still, but he'll be a different version of Eddie Brock in the Sony-verse. Because, again, he's never met him. He doesn't know what a symbiote is. But yeah. the, thi- the thing was with this post-credit, like, I expected something, like, like something to happen other than him disappearing and leaving one of the pieces of the symbiote. Yeah. And it's like, I, I shit you not, me and my brother looked at each other, and we are like, what the fuck was that about? No, seriously, like, what, why, why was this in, this, in here? And then we stayed and we saw the Doctor Strange. Doctor right? Strange. The I was second like, post-credit scene isn't really a scene; it's more of a trailer. Dude, the, the, that was wild. Yeah, it was. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll talk about that later. But yeah. all I'm saying is that that post-credit just really pissed me off. Like, I I don't I, I, maybe it's just me. I don't know about you guys, but it it kind of like like why? I was a little I was a little sad. But then honestly, right now, one of the whole, I give you that whole theory. Again, there's still potential where maybe, maybe, I, this is how I see it too. Tom Hardy's probably fucking tired of playing Venom for Sony. If he can play Venom for the Marvel Universe, I'm, I'm sure he'd be totally on board. Because he knows sure. it'd be fucking great writing for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he'll be with Tom Holland's, but yeah. again, he'll be a different version. He'll be that brooding, giant, muscular asshole. Can they who make works. him blonde for God's sake? Maybe. And make him this... like a swole, jockey asshole like he's supposed to be? I thought he was... Brown haired. In the comics, he's like. Oh, in the comics, he's yeah. blonde. Okay, my. But bad. you know, but you know, you, but you know what I mean. Like, there's still potential where, like, there's still potential. Yeah, because honestly, I like if, your idea. Because I just feel like people love Tom Hardy as Venom, yeah. but it's kind of like you know, you can just kind of like a reboot, but within the Marvel universe where you'll still have him play him, but it'll be a different version. It's like J. Jonah Jameson, is playing J. Jonah Jameson in the. But it's not the same it's, one. It's not the same one, but the yeah. same actor. Same actor. Yeah, it, it works. Yeah, it could it work. You know, could it's work. a possibility. I think my overall thought on this film, I, I see, I would have given it like a 10 out of 10, but after watching it the second time, I still love the film. Nope. You just see that you see minor flaws. I see yeah, like a few minor flaws. <clears throat> there were little nitpicks. Not too much, but just, just yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. But I, I'll give it a I solid. Give, I give the movie a 9. Nine. Yeah, nine I'd give it a nine too. I would give it a nine or nine and a half. I, I, I but I'm it's either nine or ten. I'm leaning yeah. towards nine. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, because you know, there's, and this is why I like what I like about Spider-Man. Even though we can't have Doc Ock and Green Goblin, you know, or Sandman or Lizard or all those, you can still have Hobgoblin. Uh, you can have Venom. You can have Carnage again. Craven. Mm-hmm. Craven. You know, Craven. Car- but 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 as far as like Venom stuff too. You can have you can have Venom and you can have Carnage. You know, if you don't like Carnage in the Let There Be Carnage film, mm-hmm. there could be another version of Carnage in it, mm-hmm. and it could be a lot more serious or darker. You know, again, I don't see Marvel doing an M uh, M uh, rated R film, but I can see it being like dark enough where it's almost hitting that. Kind yeah. Of peak. yeah. What I loved about this Spider Man film compared to the other ones, even though those other ones did have darker moments, this was a really dark film. It yeah. Was, yeah. It was really dark, was. which I really liked. It felt mature, but I, that's why I want. There did be a Spire movie, not like in the next two years, but for a while. Let if Tom Mahone wants to be a dad and have a family and stuff like that, give him that time. So that way it feels like time has passed or he's yep. actually grown up and matured. Because like, if they make another film, it's it'll like it maybe where it's like it takes place right it's, after it's like wrestling. Let let me care about this person to come back. Let him have his time off. Yeah. And then once we're ready to have him come back, 
then bring him back. Yeah, he doesn't it's, have to be in college. He can literally just be established, you know, like having a job already now. Yeah. He can already have his degree. And honestly, I don't I don't know. It's just, it's just you know, like the only thing I'm also a little sad about, he can't have he can't have a fr- even though NJ has not been talked about like Mary Jane. I hope Mary Jane does appear, but you can't have Harry or Norman Osborn. Because he knows who the Osborns are. Even yeah, though he's well, never met Harry. <clears throat> they kind of implied that the Osborns don't even exist in this universe. There's no they Oscorp. Don't. There's yeah, they no said Oscorp. there's no Oscorp. So, I mean, they could possibly exist, but they're not going to be in the York. Osborns that we know of. Yeah. I mean, not Ozzy, but... <laughs> who knows? Maybe he's going to be, like, interning with uh, Norman Osborn or something. What if he's interning? No. Okay. It's not going to be a Green Goblin thing. But the thing is that the Hobgoblin appears big. Be- through Osborne technology too. Yeah. So therefore, you can't have the hub. Could still happen. How? But uh, how? Well, okay. So well, I that has very, that like ring thing. Yeah. Very quickly, spitball. They're working on a different version of the superhuman uh, serum for the super soldier serum. The Hydra thing. And something kind of. Ooh. But they're like contracting with that. But instead of just affecting your physique. Something's flawed with it, and it affects your psyche mentally too. Mm-hmm. And that's where the split personality comes in. Mm-hmm. Maybe just to spitball that. Well, before we run out of time, so I guess we're all agreeing this is a great film. Yes, yes, yes. absolutely. Yes. Okay. So, Brandon, if you're hearing this, we're not hating on the film. We just don't think it's perfect, <laughs> but we think it's great. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> exactly. By one gripe. Because I wish Sandman... <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sorry. I have, no, to, I have to throw this... I have to say this. I wish... No! San- <laughs> I Stop wish- weeping over your daughter, you little bitch. <laughs> I wish... <laughs> Go. That's Lloyd slapping his hand. Uh, I Slapped wish- your ass? <laughs> God damn it. I wish Sandman. Chair farting and now this. Okay, go, go, go. I wish Sandman in this movie, like in the third Raimi film, wasn't always sand. Yeah. Like he could have reversed it. He could have showed his face more in the movie. For sure. Was there something with the actor or was there like. Some flavor reason they did that. It well, just not just, me. Well, not just that. The fact that he literally snapped from good guy to bad guy just like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that made no it sense. It made no it's sense. It's like, I'm here to save, save you. Because you see Samuel, like, oh, shit, he's a bad guy. But all of a sudden, I'm helping you because I think you're the Raimi Spider-Man. But, oh, no, you're not the Raimi Spider-Man. I, you're my enemy. It's like, huh? If you're not with me, then you are my enemy. <laughs> I know. It's like, oh, huh? God. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> I even lost my train of thought. Um, um, how much time do we have? Like 10 we minutes? We got like 10 more minutes. Okay. But I'll say this. Uh, this is our fight. No, well, I'm not saying our. this is goodbye. But <laughs> this is goodbye to this year. And we will start season three. Um, Can we do something really fast that has nothing to do with Spider-Man? That's sure. cool. Yeah, go for and it. We'll just shoot it really fast. No explanation. What are your top three films of this year? Ooh, of okay. this year. Of this okay. year? This year. This year. Lauren, go ahead. Um... Oh, no explanation, just I haven't thought of it three, two, too one. much. Okay, uh, I'm going to go with uh, probably The Suicide Squad is number one. Okay. Um, mm, maybe No Way Home and The French Dispatch, probably. Okay. Okay. Kyle? Uh, I'm going to borrow from Lauren a little bit. I think uh, Suicide Squad has been my favorite. Uh, no Way Home. And, God, I can't believe I'm blanking on all the movies I saw this year. 
Um, it's okay. I really, we... I really liked Minari from earlier this year. Although we, I think it might have technically been a twenty twenty movie I saw it earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought that was a good movie, and it was interesting to have a Korean perspective in nineteen eighties America. Interesting. And it's a movie I, I recommend. I thought it was very good. Okay, Matthew. Okay, for me, uh, sorry, I was looking at something stupid. Um, I would say uh, Suicide Squad, um, Spider Man, and I know Tyler hates it, but Halloween, uh, Halloween. I don't. I, oh my god, it's fine. I don't hate it. I just have some nitpicks on it. Yeah. So so yeah. So uh, so Halloween um, kills. kills. Yeah. I think for me will be of course um, the Suicide Squad, uh-huh. um, No Way Home. And Clifford the Big Red Dog. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I'll probably say Halloween Kills as well. Okay. So, hey Guys, I just saw something on my phone. We have to watch this movie now. I've never heard of this until right now. But it looks amazing. So it's called Avengers of Justice Farce Wars. So since we're all talking about this, look at this shit. We oh. have to watch this. <laughs> it, we have wait, to- wait. Shawn Michaels is in this film. Is it him? Wait, what? I can't what? tell if that's him or not. That's Shawn Michaels. <laughs> we have to watch this film, man. What the fuck? We have. To, I don't know. It just looks great. I don't. I mean, should, should we should we watch that? Like, we should watch that for our first episode, dude. It's so early. We should just watch it today. <laughs> I have an opinion. I'd like to say about the MCU since we this has been just a giant. MCU We're already in thing. two uh, almost I, I, two I'm hours. I'm yeah. You the, got eight minutes. So you know how. There's a general consensus that no DC, one gives a fuck. <laughs> the DC does really good animated movies, but the live action stuff is generally crap. Yeah. Well, they do good animated, oh, g- good, not great, but good animated films and great video games. Yes. Don't forget that Correct. too. Is there any reason that we can't get animated Marvel movies from the same art director and writers of that? Could you imagine that? So the Marvel universe, but with the people who do like Justice League, Batman, those kind of creative so work. Years ago, there have been some animated Marvel movies, uh, like even even before, uh, like the first Iron Man movie. There was the Ultimate Avengers. Yep. Which though, there's oh, those two are, of them. The, the, those are those really are good. good. Yeah. It like the first one combines basically. Um, Captain America, the first Avenger, mm-hmm. and the first Avengers movie into, like, an 80-minute movie. And it does it really, really good. Yeah. Wow. But, I mean, it was before both of those movies. Um, so it, that was actually my way of getting introduced to the Avengers um, when there was... The, I, I Really? Yeah. I mean, I kind of, like, knew who the Avengers were uh, before those movies, but that was, like... Like, I saw those before the first Avengers movie. Th- doesn't it suck... That people have gone, grown so attached to these Marvel, not only characters, but actors portraying uh-huh. those characters, yeah. that when they do other types of media about Avengers... They're only going to think they, about... If it's not like the Marvel version, people don't like it. Like, the Marvel's video game, it's a shit game. It is a but shit game. But they tried so hard to make it seem like it was the actors yeah. from the Marvel films, and I just I didn't like that. Yeah. Do your, that's why I like about the DC films. They suck, but when it comes to video games, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Exactly. You know. All right. So, like I was saying, this is the 
our basically our last episode of the year of 2021 of 2021 season three is upon us um i guess i just want to say something also happy bladed birthday tyler his birthday was yesterday thank later, you we thank have you. my birthday coming up on uh, this upcoming thursday and later saturday correct is lauren's is lauren's birthday so we have three birthdays within the span of a week and a half a week and a half right and my birthday is nowhere close because no one gives a fuck (laughs) (laughs) yeah i just want to say that for you listeners so we have three birthdays happening (laughs) well uh i hope you guys had a wonderful christmas i know we all did and we had our festivus last saturday Thursday. 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 Oh, fuck. That's yeah, all right. Oh, <laughs> I'm getting old. I'm only 30. <laughs> but before we sign out, Lauren, uh, anything going on for your podcast? Well, you know, it's been a while since we've all gotten together here, but uh, we do have a few episodes that we've done since that uh, uh, we last got together on this podcast. Uh, so on the Lauren Files, my spinoff podcast... That I do with my friend Chris and Kyle has shown up on there. Uh, we have uh, Waterworld, highly Waterworld. That was a great episode. Uh, we did an episode on Like Mike. <laughs> that was hilarious. Uh, we did one on this obscure Disney movie. Oh, we did one on Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, yep. uh, which is one of my childhood favorites. Uh, we did one on uh, this obscure Disney movie from the '90s called First Kid. Oh my God! Which was, yes. was hilarious. And uh, we just released our um, Christmas feature. Showcase Spectacular, which was a double feature of Jack Frost 1997 and Jack Frost 1998. Holy the one God. with Michael Keaton, who plays a dad who turns into a snowman after getting killed. And the one about another guy who dies and becomes a snowman, but the turns into a serial snowman. killer. Yeah. Dude, snowman. when I was a kid, I thought they were related. <laughs> Creepy as fuck concept. Oddly enough, very, very similar. Yes. <laughs> Lauren, you have to start 2022 with me and Kyle's favorite film of all time, especially for your obscure podcast. You uh-huh. have to do Manos, The Hands of Fate. Oh my God. <laughs> it is only like an hour long. I'm going to have to have you guys as guests. Holy on the shit. They're gonna, you're going to need a lot of drinking to get through that. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, you feel free to join. I'll probably will join. But before we sign off, uh, Matthew, where can people listen to us? You can li- listen to us on Google and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and again, guys, right here on the Anchor app. And Lauren, what is the Instagram account? Our Instagram page is Fellowship of the Podcast, all one word, and you can give us a follow, and we got a lot of great stuff. And last but not least, Kyle, what is the Twitter account? Twitter account is FellowshipPod19. Yep. And it's been a while since we've updated it. Posted memes, added some people on there. But we I added a lot of people. Comeback, come back with that page. I, th- uh, I, I can feel it for 22. Yeah, we, we, I've been interacting with a lot of people um, on there. Um, we'll not mention names, but there's been possibly will be works in the upcoming New Year's. So right. won't spoil there for right now. But I hope you guys had a wonderful Christmas. Have a wonderful, happy New Year's. And... Um, Season three is going to be upon us, guys. So, again, have a wonderful night. Have a wonderful week. We'll see you all back next year. Peace out, everybody. (laughs) Goodbye. Whatever life holds in store for me, I will never forget these words. With great power comes great responsibility. This is my gift.